0: gateway grizzlies baseball on the grizzlies media network is brought to you by budweiser gcs credit union u.s bank and pepsi now let's send it to the ballpark here's nate gatter
1: C.C.S. Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, Illinois. Gateway Grizzlies baseball is on the air for an earlier than expected Sunday evening Budweiser pregame show. Nate Gatter with you to get things underway on the Grizzlies media network before the finale of a three-game series and six-game homestand in which Gateway will host its crosstown rival, the River City Rascals, for the final time, not only in 2019, but the final time ever. After these two teams have been playing for... Just about two decades, the Rascals will not be returning to the Frontier League next year. And as a result, this will be the final meeting between Gateway and River City ever. And the Grizzlies will try to polish off the all-time series by sweeping this weekend set. It would be the Grizzlies' first sweep of 2019. It would be the first time the Rascals have been swept this year. Gateway also looking for a first four-game winning streak this year. The Grizzlies have previously been denied in three opportunities, one in June, one in July, and one in the early part of this month. Coming into things tonight, River City now 52 and 38 off back-to-back losses. The Rascals technically in third uh, third place in the Frontier Lakes West Division by virtue of Florence winning earlier today. The Rascals could move back in a second with a victory. We'll have more on that on the Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard in just a moment. The Grizzlies committed 36 and 53. They have won three games in a row, still down at the bottom of the West. want to remind you, whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. The Grizzlies and the Rascals yesterday played a, a pretty quick one. Two hours, 32 minute ball game that the Grizzlies controlled pretty much from the jump. Gateway won it by a final of five to nothing. The Grizzlies won five to Friday in the series opener and they walked off on Shawburg 5-3 Thursday in the finale of a three game set to open up this homestand in Sojay Grizzlies will be off tomorrow and then back at it Tuesday night for the first of a three game series in Evansville, Indiana against the Otters at Historic Fosse Field. Grizzlies will then be back home Over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, August 30th and 31st, and September 1st, heading into Labor Day with the Grizzlies host the Washington Wild Things to finish out the 2019 season. Tickets available for any of those games at gatewaygrizzlies.com or by calling 618-337-3000. That's 618-337-3000 or gatewaygrizzlies.com for tickets, including the greatest night in baseball Sunday, September 1st. Always wildly popular. 27 prizes for 27 outs. We'll be giving them out all night long and then TP the ballpark after the game presented by Dutch Hollow Supplies. So with all of that in mind, uh, we want to remind you as well that the Grizzlies will be back on 5 Night of the Fan, not only tonight but then next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to close out the 2019 year. If you want to follow the Grizzlies listening live while on the road, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in Evansville. You can download the Yo! Radio app, stream Grizzlies baseball all season long at gatewaygrizzlies.com, yo slash grizzlies, or on your mobile device with a Yo! Radio app available through the App Store or Google Play for iPhone or Android. So now it's time for that Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, starting with the Frontier Lake standings in their entirety. In the East Division, Lake Erie leads the way at 50 and 40, six games ahead of the Schaumburg Boomers, who are 44 and 46. That division title just about wrapped up for the Crushers, who will be the number two seed in the Frontier League postseason behind whichever West division team ends up coming out on top. Then in third place, Joliet, 10 and a half games back. Windy City is 12 off the pace in fourth place. And Washington trails by 15 games to bring up the rear in fifth place in the East. The Grizzlies come in a game and a half ahead of the Wild Things, trying to avoid the worst record in the Frontier League, which will almost certainly come down to the last weekend of the season when the Grizzlies and the Wild Things will play next weekend, trying to uh, force the other one into the cellar of the entire league. They will finish in all likelihood. The Grizzlies have locked it up. Washington, in all likelihood, will finish as well at the bottom of the East. The Grizzlies will be at the bottom of the West. So in that West division, Evansville has a league-best 53 and 37 record, even after the loss earlier today at home against Florence. otters uh, come in still a half game ahead of the florence freedom for the year it was a 4-0 florence victory we'll get to that in uh, just a moment but the otters at 53 and 37 florence at 53 and 38 so the freedom by virtue of that extra loss are a half game back in second place behind evansville river city trails evansville by one game and florence by a half game the rascals currently in third place in the west division occupying the second and final wild card spot in what would be the Frontier League playoffs if the season ended today? Southern Illinois is three and a half games back of Evansville in fourth place, two and a half back of River City for that final wild card spot. The Miners yet to play today. They are just getting underway in Washington, Pennsylvania. If the Miners were to win and the Rascals were to lose, uh, we could see Southern Illinois within a game and a half of River City for that second and final wild card spot. Regardless, the Miners with a win could pull themselves within three games of Evansville for the West Division lead, and the Miners still have three to play this week against those Otters. Let's go to the Husky Trailways out-of-town score, scoreboard uh, section for today to see what's going on around the rest of the league. Told you about the 4-0 Florence win in Evansville, a day game that started at a little bit after noon in Bossy Field. 6-4, Lake Erie beat Schaumburg today to finish out of two games out of three, series victory for the Crushers. At home in Springer, er, in Avon, Ohio, up at Springer Stadium outside Cleveland, and the Crushers, in doing so, have just about clinched the East Division. Windy City leads five to two in the ninth over Joliet in a game that does not have any consequence on the Frontier League playoff picture. In the second inning, Southern Illinois out of Washington is nothing, nothing. The Miners are looking for a road sweep at Wild Things Park today that could bring them within three games of the division. Well, would bring them within three games of the division lead with three to go against the division-leading Otters and could bring them as close as a game and a half to these Rascals uh, for the second wild card spot of the Frontier League if the Grizzlies were able to complete a sweep and a four-game winning streak for the first time this year. That's the Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard on the road. The Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybus.com. One note about that, although the Grizzlies have had three opportunities, and all of them have been on Sundays in series finales to get sweeps and four-game winning streaks, one each of the last three months, counting this one, the Grizzlies have never had a chance to do it at home. They lost June and August at Windy City, and in between in July lost at Southern Illinois in those three opportunities so far, now hosting River City today with a chance to sweep the set and move to four wins in a row want to give you a quick uh, injury report as well we'll say it's presented by ATI physical therapy the Grizzlies provider of athletic training services and uh, that's concerning the two most used Grizzlies this year Brent Sakurai gateway shortstop who has started all 89 of the Grizzlies first 89 games will not be in the lineup today for the first time this year he sustained a head injury yesterday although has gone through the concussion protocol that is uh, and passed it but not even for precautionary reasons; they're just giving him the day off today, giving him an extra day to to get himself good to go, and uh, he will be back in the lineup almost certainly on Tuesday night. Connor Owings, who also left the game after a similar play, or on the same play, but he. Uh, sustained a little bit of a head injury when he was sliding head first into home plate and banged his head down into the turf. He was a little bit out of it for the next couple of innings, although well he said he was so out of it as to feel like he was having an out-of-body experience. He doubled off the center field wall to bring in two runs before he was lifted from the game in the fourth inning. Uh, Owings is back in the lineup and leading off again tonight. So the Grizzlies without Brent Sakurai and then, of course, without Luke Lowry, who, as we talked about yesterday, officially retired from professional baseball after yesterday's game. So we will finish out a three-game series against the River City Rascals here this evening on an overcast Sunday from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where first pitch was moved up an hour to try to get some uh, baseball in before the rain arrives again to the Metro East. We'll be starting at 5.05 Central Time. U.S. Bank's starting lineups are next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different
3: city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet. A Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, No lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers.
2: This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsible Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
4: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find the Pro Batter PX2. The Pro Batter PX2 features a multi pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live major league quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618 781 8170 or visit GrizzliesBaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com.
0: You're listening to the Budweiser Pre Game Show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Getting closer to first pitch between the visiting River City Rascals and the hometown Gateway Grizzlies of the Budweiser Pre Game Show. Thanks for coming back with us on the Grizzlies Media Network as we lead up to first pitch in the finale of this three-game series with Gateway going for the sweep. I want to remind you again to the friends you can always count on. Bud Light, famous among friends. Time for our U.S. Bank starting lineup for the Grizzlies. Connor Owings leads off at first base. Andrew Daniel bats second at short. Dustin Woodcock will hit third in right field. Third baseman Wesley Jones cleans up. Sean Dunston Jr. in center field batting fifth. Cutter Butter is the second baseman. He'll hit sixth. Greg White is in left field batting seventh. Cletus Avery, the DH, hits eighth. And Zach Taylor will do the catching and bat ninth for the right hander Dominic Tepoosian. Once again, it's Owings at first, Daniel at short, Woodcock at right, Jones at third, Dunston at center, Buter at second, White in left, Avery the DH, Taylor the catcher. And we'll be back after this with first pitch from Dominic Tepoosian. Tonight's starting lineup is brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Don't go anywhere. The Grizzlies looking for their first sweep of 2019 and their first four-game winning streak in the final game ever against their crosstown rival, River City Rascals. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network.
5: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship.
1: You
6: and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh, I'll be waiting here for you when you come home.
5: I'll see you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Ooh,
7: Hey, I'm sorry. You decided I shouldn't drive home
6: last night. I stayed at Dave's. Ooh, when you come. I'm back. I'm back. To me. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this
5: message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The renovators know where to put a wall, a window, a room.
8: Most importantly, the renovators know what they want, and that's the most admirable skill of all. A home equity line of credit from US Bank could help make your house the home you've always wanted. Visit a US Bank branch, usbank.com/dreambig, or call 800-209-BANK. US Bank, the power of possible. Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval. Mortgage and home equity products offered by US Bank National Association, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
0: You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where we're now just about ready for first pitch between the visiting River City Rascals and the host Gateway Grizzlies. Nate Catter back with you to wrap up the Budweiser pregame show. Whatever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. We owe you another trip through the US Bank starting lineups. First for the visiting Rascals in the first inning, they'll have Andrew Petter, the shortstop, then Nolan Meadows, the DH, and second baseman Trevor Achenbaugh. Braxton Martinez will clean it up and play third base. Cameron is in right field heading fifth. Former Grizzly Zach Levy will bat sixth at first base. LJ Kalawaya is the center fielder for River City, batting seventh. Rascals catcher Tanner Murphy heads eighth. And the number nine batter is Nick Anderson in left field. Right-hander Austin Dubsky, former Southern Illinois minor, on the mound for River City tonight. More on him but he takes the hill heading into the bottom of the first. Grizzlies' defense is the second worst in the league by fielding percentage ahead only of the Schaumburg Boomers. They have Greg White in left field, Sean Dunstan Jr. in center, Dustin Woodcock in right. Third to first on in the infield, it's Wesley Jones, Andrew Daniel, Gunnar Buter, and Connor Owings. Zach Taylor is the gateway catcher for the 6'1", 195-pound right-hander, Dominic Tepugin from Fresno, California. Once again tonight, starting lineup brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Tepoosian is 5-7, a 4.22 earned run average. Sixteenth appearance for the 25-year-old. All of them starts. Over 87 and one-third innings. He struck out only 48, but walked just 19. The league is hitting 277 against him, though. That has 27 hits against him over his last three starts. Right-hander out of the windup against the righty batter, Andrew Petter. Dom kicks and delivers. Petter takes a change-up strike from the outside of the knees. And we're underway a minute early, 5.04 central time in Sojay. Petter hitting 280 for homers, 43 knocked in. Pitch to him is a curve that he fouls back. And it snowballs and two strikes. Grizzlies in the road, black jerseys and helmets, black pants. I should say the Rascals in the road, black jerseys and helmets, black belts, gray pants. Here's the two strike pitch now. Petter takes, strike three call, fastball over the outer half. Tephujan does not strike out many, but he starts with a strikeout this evening. So one up, one down, all Grizzly strikeouts brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call system. No what's below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit illinoisonecall.com. Here's the lefty hitting D.H. Nolan Meadows. The fusion winds in, lets fly. Meadows takes a curve low. He's hitting a 258, 10 homers, 58 batted in. Anyway, I said one minute early. You could really go with 61 minutes early if you wanted. This game was scheduled for 6.05 Central time this evening. The pitch. Meadows takes, Dadden in, ball two. But weather in the area rained a lot earlier today. And expected to potentially do some more later on this evening. So the Grizzlies try to fit this game in. 2-0 pitch. Meadows takes outside, three balls and no strikes. 70 degrees at overcast at first pitch, east side of the Mississippi. Tafusion winds for the third base out of the rubber and brings it in. Meadows takes a strike of the inner half. First pitch weather report is brought to you by CERB Pro. If unpredictable weather causes damage to your home, turn to the experts at CERB Pro. Faster to any size disaster. Three balls, one strike at the former normal corn builder, Nolan Meadows. Tafusion deals. Meadows takes a strike from the outside quarter at its full. He didn't care for the call, but Robert Davis, our home plate umpire, said it's in there. He had the bases yesterday, now caused the balls and strikes tonight. Joined by Mike Fichter, our base umpire who has had a hand in the two-man umpiring crew all three games of this weekend set. Tapujian's payoff pitch now. Meadows swings and pops it up down the left field line. It's playable in shallow outfield. Then comes Avery. He dives. It's off his backhand stab and dribbles away. Meadows takes a wide turn at first, but is picked up by the shortstop Daniel and delivered into second base to hold Meadows at first. So Meadows did not get a lot on that, and Avery came in it to his right all the way. On the dive, just had to go off the edge of his glove. I should say that's uh, Greg White who was coming in all the way. My mistake coming in all all the way for it, and uh, just had to go off his glove. So now the righty batter Trevor Achenbaugh. 268 average, 13 homers, 43 batted in. Diffusion set to the belt and a pitch. Achenbaugh takes a strike on the inside. For those of you who might have missed the Budweiser pregame show, Said, wait, did he say the shortstop, Andrew Daniel? That's exactly right. For the first time in 90 games this year, Brent Sakurai is not the Grizzlies starting shortstop tonight. One strike pitch. Swing a fly ball right center field and pretty deep. Back goes Woodcock, still going to the track, on the move to the wall, reaches out, but it's gone. Trevor Achenbaum moves into a tie for the team lead with a two-run homer at its 2-0 Rascals in the first inning. That is the fourth start in a row in which Tepujian has been scored upon in the first inning. His last four starts, he's now allowed 10 first-inning runs and counting. Been a bugaboo for, really, the entire Grizzlies rotation, but in particular, Tepujian of late. And it's 2-0 River City now with one out of nobody out of the first for the Rascals' cleanup man, Raxton Martinez. Mm And it was interesting because Woodcock was kind of arriving at the wall as the ball did just barely sneak over in right center. Pitch to Martinez, has popped up foul right shot out of play. Came into this series back to Martinez as the presumptive Frontier League MVP, but has not played well this weekend. He's hitless, in fact. 280 average now for the year, 12 home runs, 73 batted in. He started all 91 River City games. And he takes a curve just off the outside, 1-1. One one. But uh, yesterday he was nothing out of 4 with a strikeout. He is 0 for 7 with four Ks, a double play, and a walk for the first two games of the set. One-on-one pitch. He takes inside ball two. Anyway, uh, Woodcock was kind of arriving to the right center field fence as Akinbaugh's home run ball just went over. And Nolan Meadows, who had rounded second base, I think thought the ball had been caught. Dom deals. Martinez takes a slider strike two. And Meadows started to retreat all the way back towards second base. As Achenbach was about halfway between first and second it had to kind of slow down and tell him, hey, that went out. You need to get moving around the bases, because I'm going to be running around the bases. The two and two pitch. Martinez swings and fouls one back off his hands out of play. And I don't know this for a fact, but I assume even on a home run, if they had passed each other, one of them would have been out. I mean, I guess it's a dead ball because it's out, but. Two and two pitch is taken out of the way. Three balls, two strikes, but you still have to run the bases by the rules. On a home run, you can't just run the bases in reverse order. You, you still got to stay at the baseline. You got to touch all the bases. All the other rules still apply. It would have been shocking for the Rascals to make a mistake of that degree. But even if they had touched each other on the base pads, I think that would have been one of them would have been out, even if they hadn't passed each other. Payoff pitch. Martinez rips a line drive foul off the left side. You will every once in a while, in particular at lower levels, but even at the collegiate level. You won't see runners usually touch each other. Every once in a while you'll see a base coach, particularly a third base coach, will make contact with a runner. And that is expressly illegal. Two nothing rascals in the first. One out, nobody on. Pay off again. Martinez swings at a curve, fouls it back. To the screen of the first base side over the Grizzlies dugout. Gateway is wearing the powder blue alternate V-neck jerseys. No buttons today. Navy caps, belts, white pants. The Navy Bears at the gold bat across the chest, a la the St. Louis Cardinals. Martinez bends at the knees, slightly open stance, right side. Tepusingh's ninth pitch to him, Martinez drives it down the left field line, but way foul in the end. Got a lot on it. Drove it over the kid zone and almost all the way out of the ballpark. Even though he hit it a good 50 feet, foul off to the left side up the concourse. Martinez has his gray pants hiked up to the hollow of the kneecap, whereas the black socks high with the gray and black high-top Nike cleats. Three and two again. Martinez hit So the 10th pitch from Tapujan, which looked like a changeup from here, tailed inside and hit Martinez on his elbow guard on that leading left arm in the tricep, lower tricep area, outside the elbow. And a hit batsman. It's Martinez at first base, one out. Rascals up 2 0 already in the first, and this is becoming a laborious mm-hmm. inning for Dominic Tapuzian. By the way, at our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, Southern Illinois has taken a 1 0 lead in the third inning in Washington. Cameron Este tried to check his swing, but went around on a pitch high, and it snowballs one strike. And if the Miners do win that game, they've won the first two in Washington and now lead 1 0 in the third. If they win that game, it puts a lot more pressure on River City to salvage something from this series. Este swings and shoots a ground ball down the third baseline. Fair rolling toward the Rascals' bullpen. Martinez heads to third. The ball's caught up over the bullpen bench. White digs it out. Martinez holds it third. And Este is into second with a double. That is four base runners in a row for the Rascals, who are now a triple away from the team cycle in the first inning. Andrew Penner struck out looking to start the game on three pitches. And then Meadows singled, Achenbaugh homered, Martinez was hit with a pitch, and Este has now doubled. Tafusion has thrown 23 <laughs> pitches, and things are just getting worse for him as this inning progresses. Here's the powerful lefty batting former Grizzly Zach Levy, who had a majestic home run out to right center in the opener this series Friday. And he takes a curve for a strike. Levy's 14 home runs now rank in a tie for the Rascals' lead with Achenbaugh after The second baseman went deep earlier in this inning. Levy has a 2.31 average. The pitch. He swings and lifts one into shallow left field. White wanders in a few steps. Martinez tags. White makes the catch. He wasn't playing behind the ball at all. His throw off a couple of hops to the plate is just late. Martinez slides in safely. Rudder tries to move to third. DePujan's throw is late. He wasn't ready to make that throw at all. And sloppy baseball from the Grizzlies has made it 3-0. Rascals with Este moving up to third base. Two men out. It'll be a sacrifice fly for Levy, his 37th RBI of the year. That scores Martinez, and then a throwing error charge to the left fielder, White, moves Neste to third. That wasn't very well played by White, who looked like he didn't expect Martinez to even try to tag. He wasn't bringing his momentum toward the plate as much as he could have, and didn't get rid of the ball as quickly as he could have. In the end, his throw was accurate off a couple of hops, but a good throw just got there too late. He could have used that extra half second. Pitch to L.J. Calawaya on the way. He swings and fists to soft pop-up over third base into shallow left toward the line. Shortstop Daniel on the run makes the backhand catch before sliding chest-first toward the left field line in shallow left field. Nice play by Daniel. First non-Grizzly to start or a non brett Sakurai Grizzly to start at shortstop this year, and he makes a good play to end the inning on a pop-up into shallow left field. But uh, nonetheless, not good baseball for the Grizzlies whatsoever to allow three runs, uh, three hits, one error, and a man left in third base. We enter the home half of the first, River City three, and gateway coming up with the Grizzlies Media Network.
5: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You
6: and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh.
5: See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting.
7: Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't
6: drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back.
5: (laughs) This message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
9: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
10: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This
3: is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Grizzlies athletic trainer Jeff Manzo had a big role in getting this uh, Grizzlies leadoff man to the plate to start this bottom of the first inning. Connor Owings, who left after three innings yesterday with a minor head injury, he was feeling out of it after having uh, slid into home plate and had something of a collision at the plate in the first inning. He then had a two-run double in the third but left the game after that. Lefty batter against the tall right-hander Austin Dubsky for River City, pitching the way. Owings takes down the middle for a strike. He's good to go today and at first base for Gateway. 3 nothing Rascals as we head to the bottom of the first. Owings will be followed by Andrew Daniel and Dustin Woodcock. Dubski out of the windup from the center of the rubber for the Southern Illinois minor. Gets his sign from Tanner Murphy. Kicking the pitch. Owings fouls it back. Rascals defense middle of the road this year by fielding percentage. Nick Anderson in left field. LJ Calaway in center. Cameron Este in right. Third to first in the infield, it's Braxton Martinez, Andrew Petter, Trevor Akinbon, Zach Levy, and the aforementioned Murphy catching Or Dubsky. Owings upright, slightly open stance, back of the box, left side. Two-strike delivery. Cotter swings at a high fastball, pops it up, foul. Back over the screen, out of play. Just to the third base side, behind home plate. Owings hitting 266, 10 home runs, 48 batted in for the year. This is his 89th start of the Grizzlies' 90 games. Now ties it with Brent Sakurai for the team lead. Gateways every day, shortstop missing today's game for his first day off all year. Dubsky had a rough year with Southern Illinois. Two-strike pitch. Owings swings at a changeup, pops it up down the left field line, slicing it a foul territory. Back goes the third base with Martinez and makes a difficult backhand catch in the Rascals' bullpen. Owings retired, one away in the bottom of the first. But Steve Brooke, Rascals' manager, has a, a reputation for reclamation projects, if you will for bringing in rejects, that might be a harsh term, but hard to avoid it when a player's been released, for bringing in rejects from other Frontier Lake teams and retooling them, or maybe just giving them the change of scenery they needed and seeing lots of success. Right-hander against right-hander, Dubski delivers to Andrew Daniel. And it's a fastball taken to the knees for a strike. Daniel hitting 226, nine homers, 33 batted in. He's been uh, swinging the bat well in this series, homered yesterday. And in this homestand, three homers over the first five games. One strike pitch. He swings and lifts a high fly ball. Left field line and pretty deep. Anderson moves back, but then comes back in in front of the track and makes the catch. Daniel too far under it. And there are two down to the Grizzlies first inning, trailing 3-0. Dustin Woodcock coming up. dubsky a six foot four, 200-pound, 24-year-old right-hander from Omaha, Nebraska, by way of Murray State University in Kentucky. Dubsky 0-1 with a 3.26 earned run average since he joined the Rascals. It's his seventh start for River City. Over the first six, he has tossed 30 and 1/3 innings, 37 strikeouts. He's walked only 11. Lee getting 250 against him. Righty to lefty. Here's the pitch. Woodcock takes, to add it in for a ball. His last start against Joliet, he went only four innings allowed just one run on five hits. Did not factor in the decision. The Rascals won the game 3-1. Before that, a couple of quality starts in a row. Six innings apiece. Pitch up and outside, two and home. And three total earned runs allowed over those 12 innings, the last couple of starts before it. With Southern Illinois, his earned run average was six and a half. The pitch swinging a foul back by Woodcock. Two balls and one strike of the rookie out of SIUE. 217 hitter, 11 home runs and 25 batted in. Faced the Grizzlies only once so far this year. It was as a minor. Back on June the 29th at this ballpark. He allowed five runs over four innings. Now the pitch. Woodcock swings and lifts a fly ball. Center field and pretty deep. Kalawaya moves back but has room in front of the track and makes the catch to retire the side. Tudupski tried to improve on that poor start against the Grizzlies in... Uh, Late June, he has certainly been improving in general on his stats for the last couple of years since he's been a rascal. We head to the second, 3-0 River City of the Grizzlies Media Network.
11: Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten, Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what-of-you's chewing gum? (sighs) Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you. There's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder.
8: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible Possible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC.
0: Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: City three, gateway nothing as we move to the top of the second inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. Nate Adder back with you on the Grizzlies media network. Gateway right hander Dominic Chaputian delivers and it's taken inside ball one by Rascals righty batting catcher Tanner Murphy. 223 average, six homers, 25 batted in this year for Murphy. He'll be followed by Nick Anderson and then the top of the Rascals order again, Andrew Petter. 1-0 delivery on the way. Murphy takes a curve for a strike of the inside one and one. Rascal sent seven men to the plate in the first, scored three runs on three hits. One Grizzlies error left a man at third base. The error did not affect the runs that scored. But in one pitch, curve taken for strike two over the outside. So all three runs earned against Tafusion, who has allowed now 11 earned runs in the first inning over only his last four starts. He works out of the windup from the third base out of the rubber. I had one ball and two strikes on Murphy, and here it comes. Fastball popped up ground behind the plate and out of play that sound you heard was the uh, rather high Tanner Murphy pop-up coming down to the canopy that stretches in front of the press box at GCS credit union ballpark down over the concourse on the lower level Grizzlies will be back home next weekend to finish out the 2019 season wanted to delivery again Murphy swings at a breaking ball, rolls over a two-hopper to third, gloved in front of his belt buckle by Wesley Jones, who fires quickly to first. That retires. Murphy, who came through first base, gimpy a little bit. We're going to have to keep an eye on that, because Tanner Murphy looked like he reached toward the back of his right leg, toward his hamstring, and he was not moving well at the end of that. So I would not be surprised to see Murphy replaced by James Morisano going into the bottom of the second, but the Rascals have to go back out defensively. That's not a good sign for River City. Although Morisano is a more than capable backup. In fact, these two have pretty much split time. Pitch to Nick Anderson. is a curve taken for a strike up the inside, and Morisano is statistically the significantly better offensive player of the two catchers. Gives the Rascals a little bit of something extra defensively. One strike delivery on the way. Anderson takes inside it to even the count, one and one. He's hitting 239. Nick Anderson. No homers, 10 batted in is empty one out, 3 nothing. Rascals in the second. Now the one-and-one and one offering. Anderson swings at a slider and pops it up. Shallow right field toward the foul line. Long run for Woodcock, into foul ground. He dives, he makes the catch. What a play by Dustin Woodcock. Oh my goodness. He had a lot of ground to cover across the foul line. He dove behind the Grizzlies bullpen mound, in front of the bullpen bench, and made the catch, skidding on his chest. Almost all the way to the sidewall in front of the first row of seeds. What a play by the rookie. He had to cover 100 plus feet to get to that baseball without very much time to do it. That might have been 130, 140 feet he had to run. Pitch down to Andrew Petter is on the way. Fastball, slap, foul, right side, out of play. What a catch by Dustin Woodcock. That's one of the plays of the season. One strike delivery now in the way. Petter swings, it a break your ball, flies one into right center, over goes Woodcock again. He's there on the run and makes the catch. Dustin Woodcock, the hero of the inning defensively, with his power having 11 home runs in 52 games as a pro at his defense, he could be a real weapon, still classified as a rookie two next year when uh, he comes back for year two in Sojé because, wow. That is an impressive combination you do not see from many players coming straight out of college into the professional ranks. And it's very rare that you see other players, especially a pitcher, wait on the top steps of the dugout to high-five another player coming in. But that's exactly what just happened for Dustin Woodcock. We head to the bottom of the second 3-0 River City of the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budwiser, a burger, and Thomas Ruth. When you wake up in a
3: different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet. A Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, No backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers.
2: This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly.
12: Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured. This is
5: Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Wesley Jones has popped up high in the air. Shallow right for the foul line. And in the end, it's the right fielder, Estee, coming in who makes the call and the somewhat awkward catch just inside fair territory. To retire Jones, one down to the bottom of the second. Grizzlies Trail River City 3-0 and Sean Dunston Jr. coming up. Press box certainly, and I think the ballpark still buzzing about the Dustin Woodcock catch for the second out of the top half of the setting going into foul ground to make the grab behind the bullpen mounds. That is a heck of a long run. What a play by the rookie right fielder out of SIUE. Here's the lefty batter, Sean Dunston Jr., Grizzly center fielder. Against the tall right-hander, Austin Dubsky. Slow windup and the pitch. Dunstan takes a fastball strike. Sean has a 247 average, eight home runs, and 27 batted in. Then Woodcock went over the other way into the gap to make a, a catch on an Andrew Penner line drive to finish the inning. Swinging a line drive, center field. That is down. A base hit. Grizzlies have their first base runner on a one out. Sean Dunston Jr. Line drive single, back where it came from. Grizzlies all-time leading base dealer in a single season. 35 swipes in counting this year to lead the league. He's been caught only five times, and he's at first one out ahead of Gunnar Buner. The two sons of Major League All-Stars hitting back to back at the Grizzlies' order today. Dunston, son uh, or Sean, son of Sean. Hitting fifth and Gunner, son of Jay, hitting sixth. Gunner had a home run yesterday, his third of the year. Go with a 216 average and 15 batted in. Levy holds Dunson at first. Sean's out to a big lead right away. Dubski sets at the belt. Now the pitch. Peter takes a fastball down at outside ball one. Rascals three, Grizzlies nothing. Last of the second. Middle infielders are double played up. The third baseman Martinez in a couple of steps, but still behind the bag. The outfield is straight away. The corners are deep, in particular, Nick Anderson in left. He's playing almost all the way back to the warning track. Dubski sent to the belt again. A throw to first. He had sh- uh, showed off quick feet, but Dunstan is back ahead of the play. Dunstan's single, the first Grizzlies hit of the ball game, brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. Is your furry friend not feeling well or in need of an annual checkup? Whatever the need, you can bring your pets to Montclair Animal hey. Hospital, where their mission is to give each pet their full attention. To throw over to, Dun, uh, to uh, first base, but Dunston now out to his lead again. Another throw, three straight, and Dunston barely back that time ahead of Lavy's tag. Greg White on deck. Dunston is out to a slightly smaller lead now. Dubsky deals. Buhner swings and drives one down the left field line, but he pulled it foul. That, I think, would have had home run distance or very close to it. In the end, probably just short, would have been off the fence. But Gunners demonstrated a lot more power the second half of this year. In general, has been hitting the ball very well late July and in, into early August. And then he had uh, his toe injury that was bothering him for much of that time. He actually was hitting really well when it was bugging him. Throw to first, Dunstan back. And uh, missed a couple of weeks from August 10th until he returned to the lineup Thursday. of starts uh, throw to first and Dunston back again a couple of starts in left field the last two nights and he starts at second base now with daniel over at short in the absence of brett Sakurai. three nothing rascals in the second Dunston at first one out one ball one strike on Buner. dubski ready a long hold and the pitch cutter takes a slider for a generous strike off the outer edge it's one ball then two strikes Got stolen bases in back-to-back games. What a two-pitch. Got her takes. A fastball strike three call on that paint of the outside edge. Really good located, a well-located fastball from Dubsky. First strikeout victim. There are two got to the second, and Greg White is coming up. White in his 11th Grizzlies game. He's hitting 235. No homers. He's batted in three. Now with two outs, I would think Sean won't wait too long to run. Right-hander to right-hander. Dubski sets and throws over to first. Dunstan dives back. The plays have been a little bit close. It's rare to see a right-hander as close to picking off Dunstan as Dubski has been. I wouldn't say on any of these the rascals have thought they got him, but there have been two or three Dunston Dunstan is having to hurry back. He takes off of the pitch. It's taken low. Throw is high. Sean slides in feet first, but he came off the bag, and he is out. Sean beat the play, but he's tagged out. Back of second base after oversliding the bag. That's the sixth time this year he has been caught stealing in 41 attempts. No runs hit, Nobody left. Third inning coming up. 3-0 River City of the Grizzlies Media Network.
8: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag Community Possible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank. The power of possible. Equal Housing Lender. Member FDIC.
4: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find. The ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170. 70 or
9: innovation is growing in the cornfields of america over the past 12 years america's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history and they've done it with less fertilizer fewer chemicals and less land using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food feed fuel and fiber In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
10: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Dominic Tapuja back to work as we move to the visitors' half of the third inning. River City three and gateway nothing our score. Hey Gatter back with you on the Grizzlies media network. It's the Rascals lefty batting Nolan Meadows to lead off the top of the third. Tapujan winds and deals. Meadows swings and misses at a changeup strike one. Meadows the DH singled and scored to the first inning. He'll be followed by Trevor Achenbaugh and Braxton Martinez. The two three and four hitters for River City. Tapujan lets it fly. Meadows takes. Low. One ball and one strike. Rascals have out hit. The Grizzlies 3 to 1. Gateways made the game's only error, although it did not affect any of the scoring. Meadows takes it back to a slider that stayed outside. Two balls and a strike. So all three runs on three hits and a hit batsman were earned against Dufusian in the top of the first. He had a 1, 2, 3 second, though. So he's retired to four in a row, five in a row, counting a sack fly. Two and one pitch. Meadows takes a changeup that drifts well over outside. Three balls, one strike. Now the pitch. Swing and a fly ball, center field. Playable for Dunstan, back into his right. He is underneath it, it makes the catch. But for Dom, the trends have been first inning struggles and then. Uh, the innings it seems perhaps catching up uh, to him as the season goes on and he's just uh, been wearing down from his early season form remember he did have some uh, arm issues very early out of the year he was on the injured reserve to start the season missed the first couple of weeks he made his season debut in late May here's the ready batter Achenbaugh who homered a right center a two-run shot of the first fusion deals and Achenbaugh rolls over a curve fouled up third 3-0 River City in the third inning. One out and nobody on. No balls and a strike at Achenbach. 25-year-old Tapujin in May and June was 4-2 with a 2.08 earned run average. Struck out three for every walk, although didn't do much of either relative to his innings pitched. Curve is lifted in the air right field. Pretty deep. Back goes Woodcock to the track, to the wall, reaches up, makes the catch. So Akinwa takes it deep to right, but not deep enough this time. And there are two gone in the third. Bougiou has now retired seven rascals in a row, looking for a second consecutive one, two, three inning. So four and two with a 2.08 earned run average in May and June. But since the calendar turned to July, which now is just about two complete months as we get to the second-to-last weekend of August, right-hander against right-hander, wind up in the pitch to Braxton Martinez is taken low for a ball. In July and August, Tapuja is 1-5 with a 5.64 earned run average. It's nearly tripled on him, and his record has gone from 4-2 to 1-5, and, and he's lost three decisions in his last three starts. Curved down in a way, 2 and away, 2-0. At the moment, he's on the hook for what would be his fourth consecutive loss, and it would drop him to 5-8 for the year after a very promising start. And certainly his numbers this year have not lived up to the great season he had a year ago, partially in the American Association before that of the Pacific Association. Now the 2-0 pitch. Martinez swings and jams a soft pop up into shallow left. In comes White, still coming, and the run makes the high catch and the inning is over. Another 1-2-3 inning, all in the air, and every outfielder gets one. A fly to center, a fly to right, and a one to left to finish out the inning. Middle of the third, a 3-0 River City lead on the Grizzlies media network.
2: A Budweiser, A burger
3: and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy. Nothing forced. No lights. No noise. No backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This
2: Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at one 800 servepro and servepro.com That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling one 800 servepro or visiting servepro.com Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened happened franchises are independently owned and operated
4: this is sean dunson jr and you are listening to gateway grizzly baseball on the grizzly media network
1: Chandler, the 7, 8, and 9 batters for Gateway against Rascals right-hander Austin Dubski. He works out of the windup from the center of the rubber. Gets his side from Tanner Murphy. Now the pitch. White waves and misses at a slider strike one. Dubski allowed one base out of the first two innings, a single to Sean Dunstan Jr. in the second. But Sean was caught stealing to end the inning, so Dubski has still faced the minimum as we start the home half of the third. His one strike offering, White waves and misses again. A slider at outside this time. No balls, two strikes on uh, the rookie out of North Carolina, a 235 hitter, no home runs. Three batted in over his first ten games with the Grizzlies. Now the pitch. Swung and a foul off to the right. Still the ball's two strikes on White. North Carolina a t in Greensboro. White's hometown, Division I school known as the Aggies. Playing the MIAC. Two strike pitch again. going a foul back. Dubski winds again and brings it home. White takes down out it outside a breaking ball. At its one and two, White will be followed by Avery and Taylor. Infield shades him slightly to pull, in particular, the shortstop pattern who likes to play deep in the hole. He gives up a lot up the middle. What a two-pitch. White waves and misses. He chased the slider down outside and strikes out. Couple of Ks for heat. First one in the second inning, and his second one comes to start the third. One away for Avery. Avery from Georgia at a Presbyterian College in Clinton, South Carolina. Right-hander against right-hander. Here's the pitch. Avery takes a fastball strike. He's hitting 251, four homers, 27 batted in, but has not been as productive offensively with the Grizzlies since they acquired him in a trade from the Southern Illinois Miners early on this month. He had a a really good year with the Miners. Swinging a pop-up off his hands on the infield, right around the pitcher's back. First baseman Levy comes in. He makes the call on his side of the mound and makes the catch. So quickly, two down in this third inning. Grizzlies trail 3 nothing, and Zach Taylor will bat. On our Husky Trailways, out-of-town scoreboard, Southern Illinois has extended its lead and is batting in the top of the fifth inning. It's now the Miners 2 and Washington nothing. In western Pennsylvania, suburban Pittsburgh at Wild Things Park. Southern has doubled that advantage still at the plate right hander to right header here it is again Taylor takes a fastball low ball one Dubski has looked very good so far and limited his pitch count that's just 27 pitches and that was only his fifth to miss the zone 22 strikes five balls to this point that was not his reputation as a minor slow wind up the 1-0 pitch Zach takes outside that missed badly two balls no strikes Taylor hitting 247, a couple of home runs, and 16 batted in. Dubke's strikeout rate has skyrocketed, just about one per inning since he joined River City. Significantly higher than the last couple of years. Better strikeout to walk ratio. Now better than 3Ks for every walk as a rascal, whereas he was barely better than 2Ks for every walk as a minor. 2-0 pitch. Taylor takes low ball three. Back in 2017, he was a very good minors pitcher. 3.01 earned run average. That was predominantly out of the bullpen, though. Only two of his 27 appearances were starts. Since the miners made him primarily a starter the last two years, his numbers were very bad. 3-0 pitch. Down the middle for a strike. He had an earned run average just over five in 2018 and six and a half across 10 appearances, nine starting for the Miners this year. Before they finally let him go, and he's turned into a pitcher with an earned run average in the low threes since he joined the Rascals. Three-and-one pitch. Taylor takes down an outside ball four, only the 12th walk for Dubski in 32 innings with River City. And Taylor is a two-out base runner, and barring an out from him on the base pass, Dubski will have to pay something past the minimum to get through three innings. Here's Connor Owings, he popped up in foul ground to the third baseman Braxton Martinez on a good catch for the first out of the home half of the first inning. Grizzlies trail 3-0 now in the third. Taylor at first, Levy holds him, two down. Right-hander to the left-hander, Dubsky sets the belt. and the pitch. Connor swings and misses at a changeup strike one. Owings yesterday, even though he left the game early, for uh, precautionary reasons, thinking there might be an injury situation. He still had a double and a couple of runs batted in. One for two, go to first, Taylor dives back. So counter now leads the club with 48 runs batted in. In general, it's been a less powerful year for individual Grizzlies. There was a time it looked like Gateway might not have anybody get to double digits at home runs. Now there are three Grizzlies already who have reached double figures on strike bench. Owings takes down an in for a ball. And Andrew Daniel is on the doorstep with nine. Dunston not far behind with eight. But generally, somebody has gotten at least into the 60s in RBIs the last few years. And certainly going back a decade or so, Owings swings and fouls it off left side out of play, one and two. When the Grizzlies were known for their powerful offense, Trey Santos led the club last year with 67 RBIs. Blake Brown had 59. Owings seems unlikely at this point to get to either of those numbers. Brown drove in 69 the year before that. That led the club. Taylor at first, two down, three nothing. Rascals in the third. Dubsky's one and two. Offered Owings on the way. Cotter pops it up off his hands. Foul left side out of play. The last time the Grizzlies didn't have. A man at least reached 60 RBIs was 2016. Craig Masoni had 52 to lead the club. Owings very well could reach that mark. Grizzlies have had at least one player into double figures in home runs, by the way, all 19 seasons of their existence. Dubsky ready again and throws. Connor fouls it back and Owings again kind of the prototype for a 2019 player 266 average coming in pretty good 10 home runs pretty good and he leads the club at RBIs doubles 21 of those he has 33 extra base hits in total the pitch Owings scoots back out of the way of a curve inside two balls two strikes he's walked 51 times which is among the league's leaders for a very strong 372 on base percentage entering play tonight but he also leads the league with 100 strikeouts over his first 88 games which normally would be a red flag now there are some players who have had worse strikeout rates this year in the league but been released part of that is sticking in the league the entire year the pitch, owings takes just low three balls two strikes to count so taylor will be moving from first with two down gateway trails three nothing in the third so using raw strikeout numbers as an indication of guys who swing and miss a lot is a little bit faulty at this point of the year. Nonetheless, though, clearly he strikes out a lot. That is inarguable. Dubski sent to the payoff pitch. Taylor runs. Owings pops it up off his hands. Found out of play. The thing is that the Grizzlies don't care. That's not really a blemish on his resume if he's hitting for power the way he has been, if he's driving in runs the way he has been, and maybe most importantly, if he's walking and as a result getting on base at the clip he is this year. Zach Levy backs up at first base to play behind the runner Taylor, who can get a much bigger lead. Owings uh, forcing Dubski to work a little bit. Ninth pitch of the plate appearance now coming, another 3-2. Owings swings, drives one right center field. Had his way back. It could go gone. Two-run homer, Connor Owings. The Grizzlies are right back in it. Owings wins a long battle, the ninth pitch. And he takes Stupski deep to right center. 3-2 is the River City lead in the third. Home run 11, RBIs 49 and 50 of Connor Owings' season. He's the first Grizzly to the half-century mark in RBIs in 2019. All Grizzlies home runs are brought to you by Trost Plastics, family owned vinyl fencing specialist, serving the St. Louis metro area since 1988. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics, fence and deck specialists. So Taylor, the two out walk, and Owings just hammers a two run shot out to right center. First pitch strike taken by Andrew Daniel. Grizzlies have gone back to back a couple of times this year. One-strike pitch. Daniel takes a slider for strike two over the outside. Daniel has homered three times over the first five games at the homestand. He's sitting on nine for the year, trying to become the fourth Grizzly to double figures. And he represents the potential tying run now with Gateway Down 1 in the third. Two strikes, two outs. Here's the pitch. Daniel takes just off the outside edge. One ball, two strikes to count. So the Grizzlies have also run the Dubsky pitch count up quite a bit now. Just with two outs in this inning, he's now up to 43, which is not a bad number through three innings, but not where he was. Especially going into that Taylor at uh, plate appearance, he was at only 26 pitches. What a two-pitch. And Daniel takes a fastball off the outer edge. Two balls, two strikes. So the Grizzlies have forced Dubsky to throw 18 pitches just with two outs in this third inning. Nine of them to Connor Owings, who eventually won the battle with his 11th home run of the year, moves into a tie with Dustin Woodcock for second on the club. Two and two pitch. Daniel takes down it away. And the count is full. Three balls, two strikes. That puts both of them one off Luke Lowry's team lead. And among active Grizzlies. They are tied for the team lead. Dubsky's three and two pitch now. Daniel swings and ropes it off the left side. Foul and out of play. Look out wow so there's a community stage in the picnic area up the left field line in front of the grizzlies clubhouse think of it as to the left if the outfield wall extended to maybe 30 or 40 feet into foul territory to the wrong side of the foul pole and that's where daniel just hit that ball and that was scary because that could have gotten ugly still three balls two strikes stupski's payoff again daniel swings and wraps it hard on the ground a third martinez gets his glove down late but secures it and throws across the first to end the inning there's our lighting stanchions and fixtures around there, thinking of it as a big soccer goal, essentially, of metal piping around the stage and over top of it with a crossbar and two posts on either side. Now, the cheerleaders who are out performing, I, I guess high school cheerleaders who are out of the ballpark performing before the game, are all down there congregated. And that just rang off the metal piping, essentially, what would be the crossbar if it were a soccer goal. And it scared some of them half to death, but that's better than uh, hitting them, obviously couple of runs for the Grizzlies and a two-run Connor Owings homer. We head to the fourth, River City 3, Gateway 2 on the Grizzlies Media Network.
9: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history. And they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better
10: than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
4: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find. The ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170. Or or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com
12: gcs credit union offers casasa cash back a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases not just on gas or groceries or restaurants there are no points in no category restrictions just pure cash back You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Dominic Dufusian delivers to Cameron Este who lifts a fly ball to left field. Greg White wanders to his right, still well in front of the track, makes the catch for the first out in the top of the fourth inning. Grizzlies now trail River City by just one, three to two after the two out, two run homer from Connor Owings blasted to right center field on the ninth pitch of his at bat against Dubsky. He had fouled off four or five pitches in that at bat. Now that made it all the more impressive. Este now one for two, here's the lefty batter Zach Levy Who had a sack fly RBI in the first inning. Pitch to him is swung out and fouled back. But a lot of guys, I think, are capable of fouling off a bunch of two-strike pitches, shortening up their swing, taking a kind of chopped quick to the ball, ground ball kind of swing, and staying alive. One-strike pin. Levy swings and misses nothing at two. But it's one thing to put yourself in a position to make contact and at least get something on every pitch. It's one another to be able to do that and remain dangerous in the batter's box. And that's what Connor Owings did. Two strike pitch. Levy swings and rips a line drive into center. Dunston comes in, but it drops in front of him for a single. And DePuyjian just doubled over on the mound. I think that was frustration of where the pitch ended up. I was thinking for a second maybe he was in some discomfort, but looks like he was just frustrated with himself that he left an 0-2 pitch down the middle. And Levy punished him for a one-out single. That brings up the number seven batter in the Rascals order, center fielder L.J. Callaway. <laughs> Lefty batter popped up to shortstop on a nice play by Andrew Daniel going back into his right into shallow left to make the catch and end the first inning. We're now in the top of the fourth. 3-2 River City, one out, Levy at first base. And the pitch. Illinois takes a changeup outside, ball one. So credit to Owings because to still have a swing with enough power in it to hit a long home run, 400-foot type type homer, pitch outside 2-0 while also having fouled off all the pitches he had been and kind of being in uh, defense mode it's pretty impressive. Tapushin for the belt. A long hold of the pitch. Kelowaea swings and fouls it back. Two balls, one strike. And all of a sudden, we're seeing lots of balls fly out that way. That's where uh, Dustin Woodcock hit his two-run walk-off homer to win the game over Schaumburg. Thursday night. That was the series finale and started this three-game Grizzlies winning streak. They're trying to, for the first time this year, turn into four today. Two and one offering from Dupuja on the way. Levy runs. It's a curve for a called strike two. Taylor Straw, off a short hop is late. Levy goes flying past the bag and is tagged out by Daniel. Two to six, caught stealing. Sean Dunstan Jr. overslid the bag in the second inning, and Levy does it for the Rascals now in the fourth. Two men out, and it's two balls, two strikes on Kevlarwaya. That's the fourth time in 10 steal attempts this year. Levy has been caught. We had a lot of rain earlier today, and that's what caused this first pitch to be moved up by an hour to start at 5.05 rather than the originally scheduled 6.05. Kalawaiya swings and misses at a curve of the turf, blocked by Taylor. He comes in front of the plate, throws to first, completes the strikeout. And the inning all of a sudden is quickly over. But uh, both teams have been learning just how quick this turf can be when wet. A couple of Ks for Tiffusion, a de facto 1-2-3 inning with a hit in there. We head to the bottom of the fourth, 3-2 River City on the Grizzlies Media Network.
13: Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. Go ahead crack open a pepsi and tell the world how you feel and what you love with pepsi emojis because every pepsi emoji says something a little different about you whether you're a big sports fan you're into the arts love summer fun music concerts or just walking your dog pepsi has you covered with a pepsi emoji that says it just the right way pepsi emojis say it with pepsi (laughs)
8: Megan, that's my neighbor on her patio, which
6: is (laughs) right
8: next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific. Quiet plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, (laughs) which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender member FDIC.
2: This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: For the first time this year, the Grizzlies without Brent Sakurai's services in the starting line of a shortstop today after he sustained a head injury yesterday. And the Grizzlies are giving him a day off today. He should be good to go for Tuesday's series opener in Evansville, but the Grizzlies hoping they can make a no-Sakurai, no problem, trailing 3-2 and to the bottom of the fourth. Lefty batter Dustin Woodcock leads off the inning. Austin Dupski delivers, and Woodcock takes down and in for a ball. Wesley Jones, Sean Dunstan, Jr., to follow the powerful rookie outfielder who fly to center his first time. Three, four, and five in the Grizzlies' order against the tall right-hander Dupski. Here's his 1-0 pitch. Woodcock takes up and away ball two. Cotta Rowings, a two-out, two-run homer in the third. Brought the Grizzlies back within one after the Rascals scored three in the first inning. 3-2 lead for the visitors in this finale, last of the fourth. 2-0 pitch. Woodcock swings and grounds it hard down the first base line with foul. out its two balls at a strike. Grizzlies looking for their first sweep and first four-game winning streak of 2019. Trying to finish off River City in this weekend's at the final series, these two crosstown rivals will play against each other in the Frontier League. Two and one pitch. Woodcock takes a changeup just off the inside. Three balls of a strike. That's a hitting count. And it feels like uh, this might be a moment for Dustin to tie this ballgame up. The pitch. Woodcock checks his swing, takes low. Instead, he'll settle for a walk. And he's out as the potential tying run to lead off the bottom of the fourth. And we were talking a little bit earlier in this game when Woodcock made that incredible diving catch going into a foul ground in right field into the Grizzlies bullpen and make the catch at full stretch for the second out in the second inning. Talking about all the different things he brings to the table, especially as a rookie straight out of college at SIUE this spring. Keep in mind, he played 50-plus games there. So you're talking about a 22-year-old who's played. Uh, here's the pitch to Wesley Jones now the way. And it's taken down and away for ball one, I guess. Dustin did spend uh, some extra time in college, so he, he's a little bit older. He had a, an injury in there that gave him an extra year as a Cougar, so you're talking really about a 23-year-old. He turned 23 at the end of May. But nonetheless, a 23-year-old who's played over 100 games this calendar year, starting all the way back in February when the college baseball season started. 1-0 pitches, a strike over the outside of the knees, 1-1 on Jones, who fly to right his first time. And here he is still getting better as the year goes on. And he brings, he's building more pieces into his game that are going to be so valuable. He's not just hitting for power now. He's walking so much more. He's been a much more disciplined hitter the last few weeks. One and one delivery to Jones on the way. Swing on a mess and a slider down at outside. One ball on two strikes. Woodcock can uh, steal the base. He has two swipes on three attempts this year. I think with his speed, especially the kind he displayed to make that catch, Back in the second, the Grizzlies would like to see a few more steals from him next year. His average has been going up. If he could push that into the 240 range. One ball, two strikes on Jones. Here it is. Taking low ball two. Push that into the 240 range, 250 range, somewhere in the mid 200s. Push that on base percentage, 330, 340, which is doable, because teams are going to want to pitch carefully to him with his home run total. So he can walk quite a bit if he's disciplined. He's shown that in his toolbox here, especially in August. Because remember, he only signed with the Grizzlies and started his pro career last week of June. He's hit all 11 of his home runs since the start of July. That's two months. Levy holds Woodcock at first, double the out. The 2-2 two and two pitch is swung out and missed. Jones changed a slider down and outside and strikes out. Dubsky is fan three. There's one away in the fourth. And Sean Dunstan Jr. comes up. But Woodcock's been a, a big reason for this August power surge. The Grizzlies have 29 home runs now in 24 August games. That easily leads the Frontier League. River City is second in the league with 24 home runs this month. The Grizzlies have 29. That's counting, one for the Rascals and one for Gateway so far tonight. Three-two Rascals in the fourth, one out Woodcock at first. And Dunstan will bat. He singled and was caught stealing in the second. So counting this game as number 24 in August, pitch to Dunston is taken low a changeup ball one. 29 home runs in 24 games, potentially counting because the Grizzlies still have, uh, as it stands, 17 outs left in tonight's game. The combined months of June and July, the Grizzlies had 19 home runs. What a pitch. Sean takes down it in, 2-0. 19 homers in June and July. 29 home runs in August alone so far. They had 38 total all season before August and very well could get to that number with still another week to go. Two balls, no strikes. Sean bends at the knees, open stance. Swings in, pops up, a fastball in a shallow left center. Shortstop Petter goes back, backpedaling farther. Had he makes the call and in the end, an awkward catch, had a reach down below his belt and sort of double clutch of the ball, but did secure it in the end, and there are two down for Gunnar Buner. He homered yesterday. See now if the Grizzlies might consider putting Woodcock on the move. He's only attempted three steals this year, but he's the potential tying run at first base with two men out. Although the added deterrent there would be having seen Sean Dunstan Jr. for Gateway in the second, and then Zach Levy for River City in the top of this fourth inning go sliding well past the base and instead of two for two, pitch to Muner is taken down and outside. A snap throw behind Woodcock by the catcher, Murphy. But Dustin is back in plenty of time. Both of them would have been easily there, Dunstan and Levy. But instead, both were out. So the Grizzlies might not want to risk any additional outs with the uh, wet turf conditions, forcing runners to slide earlier. And a lot of them seem to be struggling to make that adjustment, understandably. One ball, no strikes on Buner. Throw to first again, Woodcock back. Oh, Dubsky for the belt. Is 1-0 pitch to Gunnar Buner. Is not even gonna come in. Time call. dubsky seems shockingly concerned with Dustin Woodcock, who has two steals this year and has about a three-foot lead. Dustin Woodcock could flop over toward first base and his forehead would land on the back. Pitches inside. Two balls, no strikes. He just got out to a bigger lead now, and still he could have gotten back without even having to really dive back. He could have just fallen over. Dubsky, the stretch, and the 2-0 pitch. Buhner swings at a fastball, hammers it right center field. That's going to get down to the gap. It one hops toward the wall and over the fence for a double. That's unlucky. Woodcock was racing to third, and he would have scored easily had that ball gone off the fence. But instead, it bounces up and out of play. It's a double for Buner, but it cost the Grizzlies a run. And that might be it for Dubsky. Gateway has second and third, two outs. Greg White is on deck, and Steve Brook is going to his bullpen. The Grizzlies fell into a 3-0 hole in the first inning. Now in the fourth, they have the potential tying run at third, potential go-ahead run at second with two outs. White will bat after this on the Grizzlies media network.
12: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
14: The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past with new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories the baseball hall of fame and museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages baseball in cooperstown oh my plan your visit today check out baseballhall.org
9: innovation is growing in the cornfields of america and it's making a huge difference in america's balance of trade One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
10: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Pitching change for the Rascals. Two Grizzlies on, both in scoring position. Dustin Woodcock at third and Gunnar Buner at second. With Gateway Trailing River City 3-2 after the Grizzlies got a pair on a Connor Owings two run over with two outs in the third. They're now trying to find a big two out hit in the fourth to tie the game or take the lead. It'll have to come from Greg White, who is due up to face new Rascals right-hander, Andrew. Vernon, 6'4", 240-pound, 25-year-old from Durham, North Carolina, 4-2 with a 2.82 earned run average. It's his 28th appearance all in relief. 35 innings, he struck out 42, walked 14. The league is hitting 248 against him. Rascals have used him for some length this year. He's pitched two or more innings on five different occasions, pitched as many as three innings this year, and he has not appeared since a scoreless inning against Joliet back on Wednesday. Pitch to White is taken outside, ball one. Austin Dubsky, three and two-thirds innings. Two runs both earned on three hits. Three strikeouts, two walks. 63 pitches, 37 strikes. He's responsible for Woodcock at third. Buner at second. 3-2 River City, two outs in the home fourth. Right-hander to right header one pitch. Taken, out, and away. Two balls, no strikes. Cletus Avery is on deck. If Vernon were to walk White, it would set up a pressure-packed plate appearance for Avery. White struck out his first time swinging, the second of three Ks for Dubsky tonight. Two balls, no strikes. Vernon sets center of the rubber above the belt and delivers. White takes a fastball high. Three balls, no strikes the count. I'm not sure White really buttoned his jersey at all. He uh, It's flapping open. He has the gray River City undershirt. A Couple of buttons down. Pretty much just draped it over his shoulders. Three balls, no strikes. Here's the pitch. White takes a fastball high, a four-pitch walk out of the bullpen. Yeah, the uh, top button done is all the way down at his belt. I think now he's going to try to remedy that. He sets his glove down with time called to uh, do a couple of buttons on his black jersey. You think that'd be something you could take care of before coming in the game? That seems like a mental mistake to not have the jersey button, but it happens. How many of us haven't? Skipped a button or two on our way into work, right? Bases loaded, two outs, three-two. River City leads. Here's Cletus Avery, the pitch, it runs in and nearly hit him. My goodness, that was a curve up and in. Avery started to go down, then straightened up again for a second, and then really bailed out. And Steve Brook is right back out of the mound. Vernon has missed with five pitches in a row, and that one all really uh, buzzed the tower on Avery. Any way on will work, although Avery would rather not to do it by uh, taking a curveball off the chin. A walk led off this inning to Dustin Woodcock. Wesley Jones struck out. Sean Dunstan Jr. popped up to short. Gunnar Butter doubled the deep right center and had the ball hit the fence. Either on the fly or off one hop, it would have brought Woodcock in to score. But it one hopped up and over the four-foot wall in right center field. Just carried a little bit too much. Once it was clear it was going to get down, the Grizzlies wanted it to get down in a hurry and just bounce all the way to the wall hopped up and over the fence. And that held Woodcock at third. Then White walks. The base is full. Everybody ready again? 1-0 pitch. Avery takes a fastball strike. Three in the first for the Rascals. Two in the third for the Grizzlies who trail by one with the base is full. Two down in the fourth. Zach Taylor is now on deck. Vernon's one and one delivery. Avery swings and pops one up into shallow left. Brings in Anderson. He is underneath it. Makes the call and the one-hand catch to retire the side. No runs, one hit. Bases left full of Grizzlies. We head to the fifth. 3-2 River City still our score on the Grizzlies Media Network.
5: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship.
6: You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh.
5: See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Ooh,
7: hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't
6: drive home last night. I've stayed a day. When you come on. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back.
5: (laughs) This message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
9: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
10: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This
3: is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Warnings complete from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay with the Grizzlies Trail River City 3-2. Gateway looking for a sweep for the first time this year. at a first four-game winning streak of 2019. The Rascals, meanwhile, playing for playoff positioning on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard. Southern Illinois leads 2-0 seventh inning in Washington. If the Rascals were to lose, they would drop into third place by a game in the West Division. Into the second wild-card spot at just a game and a half ahead of the Miners for that final playoff spot. Pitch to Tanner Murphy. The fastball taken inside ball one. Murphy will be followed by Nick Anderson and Andrew Penner. 8-9-1 and for the Rascals and the Visitors' fifth with a 3-2 lead. Friday-bounding catcher Murphy waits on the Grizzlies' right-hander, to Tepujian. one pitch. taken for a strike over the outer edge. And it's even a ball and a strike. Murphy granted a third his first time to lead off the second inning. To push in the windup from the third base out of the rubber, and he lets it fly. Murphy swings and rolls over a breaking ball into the hole left side, backhanded by the shortstop Daniel, quickly unloads. Low and wide to first. Owings comes off the back to secure it off a hop. But Murphy has an infield single. And remember, that hamstring was bothering him earlier out of this game. He was reaching back toward it. And he looked frustrated as much as anything that he had been forced to run out of ground ball like that. He gets himself a hit out of it, but the Rascals are hoping that he'll be healthy enough to keep catching in this game. He definitely did not look comfortable getting off the field after he was thrown out on that ground out in the second. We'll see now how comfortable he looks running the bases. That's the fifth Rascals hit against three for the Grizzlies. Both teams have one home run. These are the two leading home run hitting teams in August in the Frontier League. Righty to righty. Tapujin deals to Anderson, who swings at a curve and lifts it into center field. Dunston moves back into his right. He's underneath it and makes the catch. Murphy back to first, one out. The Rascals, of course, lead the league, period, in home runs this year. They didn't have one yesterday in a shutout for the Grizzlies' 5-0 gateway win. But Trevor Achenbaugh had a two-run shot of the first setting tonight to take River City to 84 home runs this year, tops in the league. The Grizzlies hit one home run yesterday. Gunnar Buhner had it. And one today from Connor Owings to take the Grizzlies to 66 homers this year, which is the top half of the league, but relatively mediocre. Pitch to Andrew Petter is on the way from Tepujian after a long hold. Here it is. Fastball taken inside ball one. But in August, the Grizzlies have 29 home runs now. River City 24 to rank first and second in the league. Dom's 1-0 pitch. Petter takes just off the inner edge, a tailing fastball 2-0. Rascals 3, Grizzlies 2, top of the 5th, 1 out. And Murphy at first, Owings holds him there. Middle infielders, Buter at second, Daniel at short, double play. depth. Tapujan for the belt. Sets and throws. Hatter takes inside strike. Two and one. And Tapujan just put his hands up to either side and smiled in toward home plate saying, well, where were the first two pitches then? Not a bad point, especially considering that time Taylor was set up away and had to reach back toward the inside. You don't normally see that call given. So I'm going to change up and pop up. Shallow left center field, shortstop Andrew Daniel backpedals a couple of steps, makes the catch just beyond the rim of the infield for the second out. And it brings up Nolan Meadows, who has singled and scored and also flying to center field so far tonight. <laughs> Grizzlies will be off tomorrow, Tuesday, in Evansville to open up a three-game series final three away from home in 2019. 6:20. The Budweiser pregame show, Tuesday night, 635 Central, our first pitch. Here's the lefty batter, Meadows. to for the belt. Stretches and deals. Meadows takes a changeup outside, ball one. For those of you who have been joining us on Five Night of the Fan this weekend, we'll be back on the airwaves next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when the Grizzlies come back home to take on the Washington Wild Things, a homestand that will feature an Abe Lincoln bobblehead giveaway Saturday. And then Sunday, the greatest night in baseball Swing a miss by Meadows one and one. Tickets available at gatewaygrizzlies.com or by calling 618-337-3000. Always a sellout That final Sunday of the year. This season, September 1st, day before Labor Day. So make sure to get out to the ballpark and get your tickets as soon as you can before those seats really start to fill out. Murphy at first, two down, 3-2 River City in the fifth. And the one and one pitch to Meadows on the way. Curveball taken, just high ball two. And for those of you who have been listening on Five 5.9 of the Fan, I want to stay tuned in this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, when the Grizzlies are in Evansville, Indiana, to take on the honors at historic Bossy Field. You can tune in on the Yo! Radio app or online at gatewaygrizzlies.com. Two and one pitch now. Meadows fouls it off his front foot of the box. Stream Grizzlies baseball all season, gatewaygrizzlies.com, yoradio.com slash grizzlies, or on your mobile device. The Yo Radio app that's available through the App Store or Google Play. That's Y-O Radio app, App Store or Google Play. You can stream it with whatever device you prefer to stream audio. Infield plays Meadows to pull outfield, follows suit. Tafushin's two and two pinch. Meadows swings at a high changeup and fouls it straight back to the center of the screen. Dom's next pitch will be number 70 of his evening. So this might be his last inning. We'll see. Probably depends on how quickly he can finish it. He might come back out for one more. I would think the Grizzlies won't push him too much at this stage of the year with a workload that's been put on his arm. Two and two delivery again. Two Meadows from Tepujian on the way. Swing on a chopper toward first. Slowly hit. Owings gets the second half. Goes to first. Steps to the bag himself. And the inning is over. No runs, one hit, a man left at first. We head to the bottom of the fifth, halfway through this one. 3-2, River City leads on the Grizzlies Media Network.
11: Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you. There's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. (gasps) Ah, that is refreshing. Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder.
8: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible Possible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC.
0: Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Vernon back out for a first full inning of relief as we enter the bottom of the fifth inning with the Grizzlies trailing River City 3-2. Gateway will have 9-1 and 2 at its order. Zach Taylor, Connor Owings, and Andrew Daniels scheduled against the right hander Verner after four and a half innings. The Grizzlies trailing by a run. GCS Credit Union will make your kids at a Rockstar Savers. Just five dollars. Open to savings account, and all GCS youth clubs are free. Visit my GCSCU.com. That's MYGCSCU.com for more detail. Right-hander against right-hander, Vernon sets in the center of the rubber and deals. Taylor swings and ticks it foul. No balls one strike. Zach walked and scored his first time up in the third inning, and that was a two-out walk. On four pitches issued to him by Austin Dubsky. Zach extended the inning to Connor Owings on Dak who then got the Grizzlies back into this game with a long home run to right center field. Vernon's one-strike pitch. Taylor takes a slider strike two. Nobody on, nobody out. Last of the fifth. The pitch. Taylor waves and misses. He chased the slider well off the outside and strikes out. First one for Vernon, now the fourth for Rascals pitching. So here comes Owings, who has popped up at foul ground to the third baseman Martinez, then had that two-run round tripper in the third. And ready, and he throws. Cotter takes outside, ball one. Connor could do a lot of things to start a rally. one pitch is grounded towards second base. That's not gonna be one of them. Akitaba scoops it up and flips to first for the second out. So two down and it brings up Daniel, who has flying to left and grounded to third. Now he does have big time home run power. Trying to get into double figures. Represents the potential tying run, of course, at the plate. Rascals three, Grizzlies two, with two men out and nobody on base in the last half of the fifth. Vernon shakes off his first side for Murphy, now nods and sets. The pitch, Daniel swings at a fastball, fouls it off, right side out of play. 26-year-old infielder from San Diego out of the University of San Diego where he was teammates, among others, with Cubs third baseman and former National League MVP Chris Bryant. The pitch, Daniel nearly hit by a curve that leaks inside, one ball and one strike. And uh, also with Bax McNabb, former Grizzlies starting pitcher, Now it is sixth professional season. What a one delivery. Daniel swings at a breaking ball, bounces at third and foul. That is one ball and two strikes. He also shared first team all West Coast Conference honors over a couple of years at USD with Marco Gonzalez, then of Gonzaga. Got on to the Seattle Mariners this year. Briefly was a St. Louis Cardinal a couple of years ago. And uh, David Fletcher, then of Loyola Marymount, has become an everyday infielder with the Angels who also selected Daniel in the 11th round back in 2014. He made it to double A with them. What a two pitch. Kerbon he swings and misses spun around in a Vernon breaking ball and a couple of canes for Andrew Vernon in a 1 2 3 inning. Here the home half of the fifth and that sent us to the sixth inning for the Grizzlies traveling River City. Still three to two back after this on the Grizzlies media network.
2: A Budweiser. A burger. And Thomas Ritt.
3: When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, No lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you.
2: Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
12: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cashback, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial and...
5: This is Jason Seaver, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: 3-2 as the River City lead as we began to the top of the sixth inning. Dominic Tepugian back out for what will probably be his final inning of work with his pitch count up into the 70s, but we'll see. He's been settling in as this game has gone on. The Rascals scored three runs in the top of the first. Grizzlies answered with a pair in the bottom of the third, and we still sit at 3-2 to the visitors after five. Middle of the order coming up for River City. Trevor Achenbaugh, Braxton Martinez, and Cameron Este. The 3-4-5 and five Rascals hitters against the right-hander Tepugian. Achenbaugh had a two-run homer in the first, flight out all the way to the wall in right field in the third. First pitch to him is a fastball, driven out to left, center field and deep. Back goes Greg White, still moving in front of the track. Awkwardly stutter steps, but makes the over-the-shoulder catch just before reaching the warning track for the first out. And now, finally, we have the chance to introduce our special guest. More special this year than in years past, because I don't know that you've been on more than once or twice this year before this, uh, before tonight. Grizzlies general manager Steve Gomrick. First time. First time all 2019?
15: First time all 2019.
1: Maybe that'll be uh, the secret to unlocking a four-game winning streak in a series sweep for the Grizzlies for the first time this year tonight.
15: That would be great, wouldn't it?
1: Certainly would not hate it. Pitch to Braxton Martinez on the way. And he takes a breaking ball strike on the outside. Martinez is 0 for 1, a fly out, and he was hit by a pitch. Scored a run back in that three-run Rascals first inning. Still in contention to be Frontier League most valuable player, certainly on strike pitch. Down and away for a ball. But he has uh, struggled this weekend. 0 for 8. He's reached base a couple of times, but struck out four times in two and a half or so games against the Grizzlies now over this series.
15: Where did Mr. Martinez come from?
1: The St. Louis University Billikens where he won an A-10 title. One and one pitch is a curve low, ball two. He was a teammate with former Grizzly, Josh Bunzelmeyer on that slew club. Bunzelmeyer now uh, coaching at Jefferson College.
15: He's kind of an evolutionary kind of player, isn't he, Braxton Martinez?
1: Certainly is. Two and one pitch. Martinez nearly hit by a fastball to the inside. Jack Knife's out of the way of the belt. Three balls, one strike. And he had under 200 his first year back in 2016. Bunzelmeyer was actually the far more successful of the two he had in the mid-200s as a grizzly that year. Three and one pitch. Curve taken inside, ball four. And that's one of Martinez's biggest strengths. He can always draw a walk. Just about uh, almost one per game this year, even though he's played in every single Rascals ballgame.
15: I think thats he's the perfect example of what we're trying to do with the league is the structure of that of the league is meant to give rookies a little bit more of time to develop so that by their third season they do get the chance to compete against guys who have had three or four years of affiliated baseball.
1: He runs on the first pitch. It's grounded past him toward the second baseman, Buter, who looked toward second, but his only play was the flip to first, retire Cameron for the second I out.
15: I think that may have hit him.
1: He certainly I, was uh, I, had to lunge back and try to avoid it.
15: And I think that the I think that uh, the umpire looked at Buner and Buner looked at the runner like, did that hit him? I think it grazed his foot as it went by.
1: First time I've ever seen it in a pro game. But Gunnar Buner was actually the man hit by a ground ball when the Grizzlies were in Joliet early on this month. Isaiah Cullum had his first and still only professional hit on a ground ball the shortstop that hit Buner, who was running between second and third. Here's former Grizzly Zach Levy. He came out of that same class. In 2016, side midway through the year after finishing his senior year at Missouri. Pitch to Levy is a changeup off the outside for a ball.
15: Interesting way to get a single, isn't it?
1: It is, especially a first pro hit. Martinez at second, two out. 3-2 River City in the top of the sixth. Levy is one for one with a sack fly. What a pitch. Changeup grounded toward the middle. The second baseman, Buter to his right, slides. Backhands in short center, has no play. It's an infield single for Levy, and there are rascals on the corners to set up a big two-out-at-bat for El Jack
15: Big play by Buner there. He saved a run, even though he didn't get the runner out. That was definitely going to be a run scored if, he, if it gets into the outfield.
1: And you have to admire a player like Buner who's been asked to do a lot of different things for the Grizzlies this year. He's played at second base. He's played in both corner outfielder spots. He charted uh, in center field a couple <laughs> he, he, of times. He did what in center field? He started a couple of times <laughs> in center field. And uh, the Grizzlies have asked him to do all that. Well, he had a really difficult start to his season offensively. He was hitting under 170 uh, just a month ago. And that has bounced back a lot, even with then injury issues. He had a nagging toe problem, during which he put together his best hitting stretch of the year in early August, before he was finally forced out for a couple of weeks the middle of this month. And he's come back without missing a beat, a couple of hits, including a home run yesterday, double today.
15: day. I told his father. I was talking to you just last night. I said, well, if I knew this was going to happen, i go, I'd have taken a hammer to his toe three or four months ago. James
1: <laughs> so James Frisbee, Grizzlies first-year pitching coach, out for a quick visit with the infield. He's back to the dugout, and here's the lefty batter, Calaway against the right-hander, Tupujan. For the belt, first pitch. Calaway fouls it back to the screen. Martinez at third, Levy at first, two away. 3-2 is the River City lead of the sixth. Callowaya has popped up to short, and a nice play by Daniel, going back into his right, into shallow left toward the foul line, and then struck out his last time, the second of two for Tepujian tonight.
15: I could see Buner following in the same footsteps of Braxton Martinez, in that it might take a little time for them to develop and and get used to the speed of the game at this level.
1: Tepujian sets to the belt at his one strike pitch. Calawaya takes a breaking ball though to even the count one and one. Certainly you see plenty of Frontier League players who go through that kind of progression. Now you also see players on the other side, and Josh Bunzelmeyer would be a perfect example of this, who come in and play really, really well that first year, playing the second half of the season, signing usually in early June after uh, finishing up their college careers in the spring. One and one pitch. Change up foul back, one and two on Calawaya. And then come back the next year and just aren't the same. They kind of struggle in that first off off-season without the infrastructure and the resources of a top-level college program, especially the likes of a Missouri, where Levy went, or even a St. Louis University as well, a more of a mid-major program, but still with plenty of resources at their disposal. And so in many ways, that first year, especially for a guy who is coming out of college, that first half a season, if you will, as a rookie, is not always indicative of how a player is going to perform the, the coming couple of seasons. What a two-pinch. Calaway swings and chops it towards second. Buhner comes in, gets the second hop, and flips to first. But catcher's interference was called. Hold on, catcher's interference was just called on Zach Taylor. And that's going to put Calaway on instead of a ground out. Kalawai reaches, Taylor moves up to second base. And that's the second time in this series catcher's interference has been called.
15: Is that an error?
1: It is an error charge to the catcher, Taylor. He was called for catcher's interference in the ninth inning of Friday's opener. Now that was potentially costly as well. At the time, it brought the potential tying run in the form of Calaway onto the plate. Jeff Bramblitt eventually got out of it, leaving the bases loaded for a 5-2 win. The bases are now loaded for the Rascals, up 3-2 in the sixth with two outs, and it extends the inning to Tanner Murphy. Pitch to him is a curve up and in, ball one.
15: I think the Pugin's on his last legs here. I'm surprised we don't have somebody up.
1: Tapuja now at 85 pitches for the ball game. He sets third base out of the rubber. And is a 1-0 pitch to Murphy he is on the way. Fastball lifted into shallow right field, but Woodcock comes in a few steps. He's there, makes the catch. And despite the two-out catcher's interference, the Grizzlies are out of the inning. No runs, one hit. Bases left loaded. We enter the home half of the 6-3 3-2, River City of the Grizzlies Media Network.
8: One small change can do a lot of good that's why u.s bank proudly invests in communities like yours it's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide because the more good we see the more we're inspired to do the same thing so help us spread the goodness use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently together we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community u.s bank the power of possible equal housing lender member fdic a budweiser
3: A burger and Thomas Ruth. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy. Nothing forced. No lights. No noise. No backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger.
2: Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. responsible Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Remember, City three, gateway two as we have the bottom of the sixth inning. The Grizzlies trying to come back. They scored a couple of runs on a two-out. Connor Owings homer in the third inning. But this year when they trail after the fifth, they have had a difficult time overcoming the deficit. Just 6-39 on the season trailing after the fifth inning. They'll have the middle of the order. Three, four, and five hitters. Dustin Woodcock, Wesley Jones, and Sean Dunstan Jr. to bat in the home half of the sixth inning. And Woodcock, of course, in particular, perfectly capable of tying the ball game up with one swing. Nate Gatter back with you on a Sunday evening from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soje and the Grizzlies Media Network, joined by Grizzlies General Manager Steve Garmick, whose voice we occasionally hear, bringing us back from breaks on uh, the Grizzlies Media Network, but joining us live for the first time in 2019 this year. And we can talk a little bit about... Uh, Next weekend's promotions as well. In particular, Greatest Night in Baseball coming up a week from tonight.
15: That's why I'm on.
1: Andrew Vernon deals to Dustin Woodcock who fouls it back. You like to spend time with me as well.
15: Yeah, but I'm not here for my insight into the game of baseball.
1: You can provide a little bit now and again. Been a general manager for uh, over a decade. Longest tenure GM in Frontier League history.
15: Losingest general manager in Frontier League history. But also
1: perhaps winningest. Probably. One strike pitch is a curve taken inside. To even the Cow one and one. So, uh, Greatest Night in Baseball, if you were going to sum it up, kind of the elevator pitch for it, what would it be?
15: It's the best of everything that we do all season long, all put into one night. Incredible fireworks. Great
1: line drive, center field, base hit for Woodcock, cut off by the center fielder, Callaway. and it holds Woodcock with a leadoff single to start the home sixth.
15: 27 prizes for 27 outs. We've got like a 72-inch... I don't know how the actual size of it, but it's a big-screen TV we're giving away. We give away really cool prizes for every out the other team makes. Um, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful night of celebrating baseball and everything that it, that goes around the baseball game instead of what happens on the field. 2,000 rolls of toilet paper. 2,000. TP in the ballpark at the end of the night.
1: right hander against right-hitter. Vernon deals to Jones, who takes a curve inside for a ball. Wesley is flying to right and struck out. And I believe, can fans bring their own toilet paper if they want? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
15: And, and I will tell you, that the best story that I ever had was I had about a 72-year-old woman come up to me, and she just told me, she said, oh, my gosh, you'll never know this. But all my life.
1: Swing on the line, drive right field. Este goes over on the track, makes the running catch. Woodcock back to first, one away. Grizzlies trailing 3-2 in the sixth.
15: It was at the end of the night. We had turned the lights back on. Fireworks, there's still smoke there. She comes up and she, she grabs hand. She's like, you won't believe this, but all my life I wanted to TP something. And I never did it, and she was you made my dream come true tonight. I looked at her like, yeah, like, I just, this is just great.
1: And I'm not probably not as familiar as I should be with the the uh, various levels of uh, prestige for TPing various properties and things. But I would think as the property value goes up, there is more value in TPing and being oh, able to put that on your TPing resume. Yes. What property more valuable than GCS Credit Union Ballpark is out there to be volunteered for the purposes of throwing <laughs> tissue all over?
15: None that I know of.
1: I, I certainly can't think of one either. Pitching change for the Rascals. One out, rudder at first. 3-2 River City of the Six. Back in a moment on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red.
3: When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger.
2: Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy Responsible. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: At Servpro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team the insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-Servpro and Servpro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-Servpro or visiting Servpro.com. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened franchises are independently owned and operated
1: this is Sean Dunston jr. and you are listening to gateway grizzly baseball on the grizzly media network Sean Dunston jr. is the batter when the grizzlies trailing river city three to two one out dustin woodcock at first base in the last of the sixth first pitch to sean has taken for a strike fastball down central from the sidearming arming right hander anthony herrera five foot ten 185 pound 24-year-old from McKinney, Texas. Works for the first base out of the rubber, set to the belt at his pitch. Dunstan swings and lifts a soft fly ball into shallow right center. Long run in for Este. He dives. It's past his outstretched glove and drops. Woodcock moves up to second, but only that far. Backed up nicely by the center fielder, Kalawaya. And it's a single for Woodcock to put two Grizzlies on with one out down a run of the sixth.
15: Woodcock's got to get.
1: Tough to read, and you got to respect Estee. He might be the best defensive right fielder in the Frontier League. If, if Dustin Woodcock is the second best, it, it would probably be only to, to Cameron Estee. Did you get a chance to see earlier in this game the diving catch Woodcock made back in the second inning?
15: In the history of this ballpark, I've never seen someone catch a ball there, and I'm not exaggerating. It was the most. It's the best catch in foul territory I've ever seen in this ballpark.
1: Long way to go. He's an exciting rookie, no doubt, oh. especially with the walks of the – Hits he's adding, Gutter Buter fouls went off, right out out of play, because he's not just a home run threat. These last few weeks, we were talking about it earlier, he has the good defense, he's walking more, he's done that tonight, and he's heading for average. He has a single tonight, and, and he's piled up the hits in his homestand.
15: So the reason why I he said he's got to get to third there is you have a right-handed center fielder coming across to make that play. The ball gets by your right fielder, and he's in the gap. It's a harder throw for that right-handed center fielder to make than a left-handed center fielder. So it's part of like the little intricacies of the game intricacies of the game that I will tell you like that makes a difference. He could have gotten to third there.
1: One ball, one strike now on Pewter, who has struck out and doubled. Pitch to him is taken high for a ball. Two and one. Woodcock at second, Dunston at first, one out, three-two, Grizzlies Trail, River City in the sixth. Herrera is three and two with a two point seven six earned run average this year. Former Louisiana Monroe Warhawk in his fortieth appearance of the year, all in relief. Thirty-nine innings. He struck out forty, walked sixteen. I look to second of the pitch. Buhner swings at a fastball, fouls it off right side, out of play.
15: So Friday night, what do we have going on on our promotional schedule?
1: Got a Scott Roland bobblehead coming up next Friday night.
15: Courtesy of Country Bobs.
1: And then Saturday, an Abe Lincoln bobblehead.
15: Courtesy of Illinois South Tourism.
1: And Sunday, as we discussed, greatest night of baseball.
15: Brought to you by
1: Dachauer Supplies. There you go. Two and two pitch. Buehner takes outside ball three.
15: I was going to say Buner was going to be the hero of the night tonight. That was going to be my prediction at going into this inning. He might be able to do it right here.
1: He should have tied the game in the fourth inning. He got unlucky that his double bounced up and over the low uh, fence in right center field and prevented Woodcock from scoring. Payoff pitch. Buehner takes inside ball four. That loads the bases with only one out. And Greg White will have a big plate appearance now. He has struck out and walked so far tonight.
15: This guy's got a cannon. I've watched him play third base, correct? That's Wesley Jones. Oh, Wesley Jones. I'm sorry. Now, White had a good throw
1: earlier in the game to the plate. He he kind of two-hopped it. But I think that's something, too, that players learn. And it might be easier for younger players now who have been playing more and more on turf than guys who were in the league when things were kind of transitioning in the Frontier League to turf. But outfielders don't need to put as much air under their throws anymore as they would have with a grass infield. Pitch to White take it outside for a ball. You can two or three hop a throw and not lose a whole lot of velocity on it. And you'd be better off having accuracy and, and throwing the ball hard and keeping it low than you would be putting a ton of air under it in a lot of cases. You're not going to lose nearly as much of a ball as you would have, especially infields that would have had divots in them. 1-0 pitches lifted in the air. Left center field, medium deep. Should be far enough to score the run and tie the game. Kalawiyah makes the catch. Woodcock comes home. The throw goes to third. Greg White drives the other tying run with a sacrifice fly. And the Rascals and the Grizzlies tied up at three in the sixth inning.
15: So for most infields in this league, I would agree the previous grass infield at this ballpark was faster than this.
1: Yeah, I actually played here when this field was still turf. When I was in, or uh, when this field was still grassy when I was in high school, I think it would have been the last year. It was spring of 2011, and I think 2012 would have been the first year of turf, right? Maybe 2013.
15: Probably 2012.
1: Here's a running batter, Avery. Two still on, two out. He swings at a fastball and misses for a strike. But it's 3-3 in the sixth. Grizzlies have tied the ball game, and Dunstan, with his excellent speed, is the potential go-ahead run at second base, especially with two outs. Any base hit to the outfield should be enough to score him. The Rascals outfield has played very deep this whole weekend, and they're surprisingly deep here. One strike pitch. Runs in and hits Avery. Got him on the uh, back of the left hip area. That is the first Grizzly plunked in this game. The bases are full for Zach Taylor, who has had an act going back to his collegiate career at Oregon State for clutch hits. He's going to have to wait on the plate appearance, though, for... Rascals manager Steve Brook to go out for a visit, which he is not shy to do.
15: I was gonna ask you, do we have an overall record between the Rascals and the Grizzlies? Certainly
1: we can get, pull that up and, uh, and check where this is gonna put the Grizzlies all time because this will be the, the last Frontier League meeting. All the indications certainly suggest that between these two clubs all time. And uh, the Grizzlies try to come up with their first sweep of 2019 in game number 90 and go out on top against the Rascals if nothing else and uh, four and one against Gateway this year and Soje as well. So it said that even the last couple of years when the Rascals have been one of the best teams reliably in the league and the Grizzlies have been toward the bottom, literally at the bottom of the league the last two years, just above that this season, still Gateway has played River City really tough. These two teams generally have played wild and tight games, usually high scoring. Pitch to Taylor is a fastball taken for a strike on the inside.
15: It's sort of like Michigan, or like the Cubs and the Cardinals. Even when you're bad, you want to beat them, you know, towards the end of the season or the beginning of the season or in the middle of the season. This is your big rivalry.
1: One strike pitch. Taylor swings at a fastball and fouls it off himself at the box. And Anthony Herrera, I don't think, saw that clearly on the mound because the ball was dribbling towards shortstop, past the third base out of the mound, and he went diving off to his right, reaching for it to try to backhand, even though the ball was dead at that point.
15: And while this might be the last Grizzlies and Rascals game, I hope this is not the last game that we see in O'Fallon, Missouri, because that's way too nice of a community and way too strong of a partner to lose professional baseball. Bases loaded, 2 outs, 3-3 game of the
1: sixth, two-strike pitch. Taylor swings at a slider and cues it foul off the right side.
15: The Grizzlies' genesis really came from the River City Rascals. We had a very similar ownership group at the beginning,
1: Grizzlies all-time against the Rascals, not counting this game, have 110 wins, 126 losses. Still no walls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Taylor swings and misses. He chased a slider outside, and the Grizzlies have left the bases loaded for the second time in the last three innings. Gateway has stranded a half dozen in as many frames. We head to the seventh. K-way and River City nodded up at three. Steve, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. And we'll tell people to call you at 618-337-3000 and get their tickets for next weekend.
15: That's awesome. Love it.
1: on our score. We head to the 7th on the Grizzlies Media Network.
9: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history. And they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than
10: ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
4: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com.
12: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Dabugin back out for a seventh inning with the Grizzlies and Rascals tied up at three. He deals to Nick Anderson, who takes a fastball for a strike down the middle. Gateways has scored three unanswered now to come back and tie the ball game up. And Dabugin has pitched admirably since the first inning. Pitch on the way. Anderson takes a slider that bounces outside. But he's now up to 96 pitches. I'll make it 86 pitches, I should say. But still, it's been a tiring... uh, Year for him, and you think the Grizzlies wouldn't want to push him too hard, but certainly they're—they seem to be doing so today. Inside, it's two and one on Anderson, the number nine hitter for the Rascals, who had the fly out at foul territory and the incredible diving catch by right fielder Dustin Woodcock in the second. Fly to center in the fifth. Dom Wines in the two and one delivery on the way. Anderson swings at a fastball and rolls it foul to the backstop. Still nobody throwing in the Grizzlies bullpen. Rascals had three of the first. Grizzlies two in the third. One in the sixth. Three-three now. Nobody on. Nobody out. Top of the seventh. Two balls. Two strikes on Anderson. Tabuzin shakes off a sign. Now winds and lets it fly. Curve ball. Swung on and roped over third. A base hit into left field. Anderson digs hard for first base but holds there with a single. He is one for three. And now Andrew Petter the leadoff man, coming up. He'll be followed by Nolan Meadows and then barring in the out to the base paths, Trevor Akunba will hit. Anyway, you heard uh, Grizzlies general manager Steve Geimer got to of the sixth with us say that uh, that diving catch by Woodcock and foul ground on Anderson back in the second was the best foul territory catch he's ever seen at this ballpark. And he's seen all 17 years of Grizzlies baseball here at GCS. Although in the early part known as GMC Stadium. Pitch to Penner, taken for a ball just off the outside, and it's 1-0. There is action in the River City bullpen. pedal. right header is up and throwing. He would be the fourth Rascals pitcher to appear in this game. Grizzly still on their first. 1-0 delivery from Tipuja to Petter after a hold of the belt. A long hold of the belt down the way. Fastball taken for a high strike with the inside up above the belt. And it's even a ball that is a strike. Grizzlies have stranded the bases loaded in the fourth and in the sixth to account for their the entirety of their six runners left on base. The one-and-one pitch, Petter nubs it foul. Jason Seaver, the left-hander, is now up in the Grizzlies' bullpen. I would think that's in preparation for the three lefties, Este, Levy, and Calawaya, in the five, six, and seven spots for the Rascals because Seaver would not be ready for the lefty batter Meadows on deck. Then it's a couple of righties to follow him. Anderson at first, nobody out, 3-3 tie in the seventh. One ball, two strikes on Penner, and the pitch. Penner swings at a changeup, rolls it to the hole right, left side. Gloved by the shortstop, Daniel. The second one, relay to first is laid off a short hat. Owings picked it out, but Penner was already there. It's a fielder's choice, 6-4. to four. That's the kind of play with Sakurai at short and Daniel at second. The Grizzlies probably have a long shot chance. But without Sakurai in the ballgame, it becomes harder. Federer's first one out and here's Meadows. On our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, it's now the bottom of the ninth inning in Washington where Southern Illinois has a two-nothing lead looking for a sweep on the road of the three-game weekend series over the Wild Things. And this would be their second shutout win of the three games. Right-hander to left-hander, Tipoosian sat to the pitch. Meadows swings and misses at a changeup strike one. If the Miners do win that game, the pressure is on the Rascals, who is Lead for the second wild card would drop to just a game and a half over Southern Illinois. The Miners would close it within three of the division-leading Otters, with three to play against Evansville coming up over the weekend. One strike pitch from Tapujan to Meadows is instead a throw to first, and Penner dives back without a tag. And that game just went final. The Miners win it two 0 and sweep the set in Washington. So the River City Rascals now will feel they need to try to find a comeback at this game. They would have felt that anyway to try to avoid being swept by their crosstown rivals. It would be the Grizzlies' first sweep of the year, their first four-game winning streak, and this is the last place team in the West, the only team out of the race and out of it by quite a wide margin. Tapuja ready. A long hold. Now the one-strike pitch to Meadows finally on the way. Change-up taken for strike two. Just grazed the outer edge. The Miners will be home for three against Lake Erie and then three against Evansville. That's a tough schedule in the sense that it's the two first place teams in the East and West divisions, but it's an easier schedule in the sense that Lake Erie will have nothing to play for. The Crushers have locked up the East. 0-2 on Meadows, Tabujan ready, and he throws. Meadows waves and misses over a curve down and in and strikes out. It's is as fan three, all brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Playing safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial one one It's smart. It's free. It's the law. So two down now, and here's Trevor Achenbaugh.
7: Three-three
1: in the seventh. Better at first. Two down. Achenbaugh had a two-run homer in the first. He has flat out to the wall in right field in the third and to the track in left field in the sixth since then. So he's been hitting the ball powerfully tonight and tied for the Rascals team lead with 14 home runs. He takes low ball one. So the Miners, if they could get two or three wins against Lake Erie this week back at home where they've been a very good team all year at Rent One Park in Marion, could set up a big series over that final weekend. The 1-0 pitch to is take it up and in for ball two. All the Miners have to do is get themselves within two games of the Otters going into that final series. The Grizzlies will have Evansville on the road Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday after tomorrow's day off. So the Grizzlies would be in position to help the Miners if they were to continue playing well this coming week. 2-0 and o offering from Tepujian to Achenbaugh. Here it is. Fastball taken just high, ball three, and Tepujian thought that was in there. Our plate umpire, Robert Davis, did not. That looked pretty good. Because if the Miners get within two games of the Otters, it doesn't really matter what the other teams do. Southern Illinois could pass Evansville with a sweep, at least for the wild card. 3-0 pitches, low ball four. So Petter to second, Achenbaugh on board, and it brings up Braxton Martinez. This is a big moment for Tapuja. He's frustrated having missed the zone with a couple of pitches he thought were close. He's now up to 100 pitches exactly. And he's tired. Phil Warren looks like he's going to make the move. He's out of the dugout. I thought that he would let Tapujan go one more batter against the righty Martinez with three lefties then to follow and the southpaw Seaver getting loose in the bullpen. But Warren's going to make the move now for a lefty to face Martinez. So two outs in the top of the seventh, two rascals on a 3-3 ball game. And we will have to step aside and return after this on the Grizzlies Media Network.
13: Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle, a little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. Go ahead, crack a little bit of Pepsi. And tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi Emojis. Because every Pepsi Emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog. Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi Emoji that says it just the right way. Pepsi Emojis. Say it with Pepsi. Thank you.
8: The cat I'm Meg- <laughs> Megan, that's my neighbor on her patio, which is OMG, stop. right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific, quiet, plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC.
2: This is Brent Sakurai and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Jason Siever escaped the Grizzlies bullpen. See if you can escape Tristan Key escape rooms. Looking for a fun collaborative activity with family, friends, or colleagues. The Twisted Key Escape Rooms in Collinsville and embrace the challenge of a physical adventure game in which your team solves a series of puzzles and riddles using clues, hints, and strategy to escape the room. For more information, visit twistedkeyscape.com. River City 3 and Gateway 3, two outs at to the top of the seventh. There are Rascals at first and second in the form of Andrew Petter and Trevor Akenbaugh respectively. And Roxy Martinez, the Rascals cleanup man and favorite for the Frontier League's most valuable player, certainly one of a two-horse race. Will be the batter against new Gateway left-hander Jason Seaver, five foot eleven, 190 pound, 24 year old from Hayward, California. One one with a 2.31 earned run average. 43rd appearance for him, all out of relief, all in relief. He works out of the stretch, third base out of the rubber for the righty batter Martinez. Here's the pitch. It's taken inside, just missed ball one. Seaver over 46 and in two thirds innings has struck out 48, walked 14. League is hitting 212 against him. Jason's 43rd appearance would have tied the Grizzlies' single-season record. What a pitch. Martinez takes a fastball strike, one and one. But Grant Black has already gone flying past that mark, set by Josh Glink last year when he pitched in 43 games. Black, though, is up to 48. The pitch. So going to pop-up. Foul ground, first base side, out of play, one and two. But catcher's interference was called. That's the second catcher's interference in this game, the third in the series, called on Zach Taylor. I don't know if the Rascals have longer swings, if Taylor's setting up closer to the plate, but whatever he's doing isn't working and the Grizzlies need to make an adjustment. This is unacceptable. It's a tie game in the late innings. You can't be giving away free bases that often. So that loads the bases, Penner to third, a second, Martinez the first. Although I suppose if there's a positive for the Grizzlies, it's that all three times this weekend there's been a catcher's interference that low to the bases. And in none of the prior instances have the Rascals scored. Pitch to Cameron Este. Fastball taken for a strike. So a 3-3 game, two outs, bases full of Rascals in the top of the seventh. For the lefty batter este, who has doubled, flat out, and grounded out. Seaver ready. And a pitch. Este swings at a curve and fouls it off toward his teammate Zach Levy at the on deck circle, third base side, 0 2. So you can close the earned run book, at least, on Tapujian. Three earned. He's allowed three totals, still responsible for two on base. Six and two-thirds innings, three runs earned, seven hits, three Ks, two walks, 100 pitches, 64 strikes. He will, for the moment, not factor the decision. That's subject to change. Seavers, two-strike pitch. Este takes a curve down and away, ball one. That is three Grizzlies errors. Two of them catcher's interference. Gateway played error-free baseball yesterday, but was coming off a rough defensive stretch. That's now 10 errors for the Grizzlies over their last five games. Seavers what a 2 pitch. Este takes another curve, low and outside. Two balls, two strikes. Severs not been particularly close with either of those, has not induced a swing. Now the Grizzlies now don't have the same kind of margin for error. Bases loaded, two outs, three-three game of the seventh inning. Two balls and two strikes on Este. See for the stretch and a pitch. Este takes strike three. Call fastball frozen. Outer third. Este goes down looking, and the Grizzlies escape another bases loaded jam. Time to stretch in, Soja. a 3-3 tie on the Grizzlies Media Network.
12: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured.
14: The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown, oh my. Plan your visit today. Check out baseballhall.org.
9: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
10: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: Now, back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Top of the Grizzlies order coming up in the home half of the seventh inning with Gateway and River City tied at three. Nate Catter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. The Rascals have gone back to their bullpen. Anthony Herrera through two-thirds of an inning. No runs, one hit, one strikeout, one walk. Sixteen pitches for him, ten of which were strikes. And he makes way for the Fourth Rascals pitcher already in the ballgame. one, 175 175-pound right-hander Taylor Sugg, who is 22 years old as of the end of July out of Greensboro, North Carolina, and the University of North Carolina. Former Tar Heel is 2-1 with the Rascals. 0.62 earned run average. It's his 12 appearance, all in relief. Over 14 in a third inning, Sugg has struck out 18. He's walked in. The league is hitting just 146 against him, and has only one earned runoff of him. It was Florence who scored against him in O'Fallon on August the 9th. Just one run over an inning and a third. Three unearned runs against him as well. Right-hander to left-hander. He winds and deals. Connor Owings takes off the outside edge for a ball. Owings will be followed by Andrew Daniel and Dustin Woodcock, the top three hitters in the Grizzlies' order. River City three and gateway three as we begin the last of the seven. Sugg winds for the first base out of the rubber. That is one-zero pitch. Owings takes a fastball, though. Two balls, no strikes on Connor who popped out of the first homered a two run shot out to deep right center field in the third and then grounded out to second in the fifth two balls no strikes Suggs has his side and the pitch Owings takes up away ball three. Grizzlies have been out, out hit 7-5, and Gateway has made the games only three errors. Yet it's still a 3-3 tie in the seventh. See if Owings has a 3-0 green line. Probably not leading off an inning, but you never know. Here's the pitch. He takes down an in. We'll never know. Four-pitch walk to Owings. That's not how Steve Brooke wants to see Sugg enter the game. And he's immediately out of the third base dugout for a visit. Steve Brooke has brought in three relievers in this game. All of them have allowed the first man they face to reach. And two of them have done it on four-pitch walks. Andrew Vernon walked the first man he faced in the fourth when he entered the first Rascals reliever. Sugg is now the third Rascals reliever to come into the game, the fourth pitcher overall. And he walks Owings on four pitches. Brooke having an elongated conversation with Sug on the mound. and Murphy, his catcher. That sends home plate umpire Robert Davis out to break it up. Four final scores on our Husky Trailways out of town. Scoreboard, Florence, four, Evansville, nothing in Evansville. Lake Erie a 6-4 win at home over Schaumburg. Windy City a 5-2 win at home over Joliet. And Southern Illinois finished off a road sweep with a 2-0 triumph in Washington, Pennsylvania. So we'll take you through the Frontier League standings now and how those matchups affect things. So it goes to the stretch on the third base out of the rubber sets at the letters at his pitch to Daniel. Fastball taken down the middle for a strike. In the East Lake area is up six games with six to play. So the crushers have uh, clinched that East division. Zardowski has begun to warm in the Rascals bullpen, a right hander. One strike delivery. Daniel takes a slider down it away. It bounces past Murphy to the backstop, and Owings moves up to second on a wild pitch. So the Grizzlies now have the potential tying run in scoring position, nobody out in the seventh inning. And I wonder, even though Daniel has all his power, and has hit the ball hard a couple of times tonight, although he's 0 for 3 with a strikeout, I wonder if the Grizzlies would consider a sacrifice bunt here to move Owings to third base. Woodcock would be up next. And if there's one thing Dustin Woodcock can do, it's hit a deep fly ball somewhere. That would be enough to give Gateway the lead. If there's one situation a sack bunt makes sense, here's the one-and-one one pitch. Daniel swings and misses one and two. If there's one situation a sack bunt makes sense, it's when you're playing for one run and moving a runner from second to third with a first out in the inning. Almost always not a good idea, but in this situation, would have been worth considering. And probably Phil Warren did, but opted to leave the bat in the hands of one of his hottest power hitters, Andrew Daniels. Suggs one and two delivery now on the way. Daniel takes a curve just high and inside ball two. Home plate umpire Robert Davis flinched. His right elbow gave a little shake. He was thinking about picking that right arm up and punch it out Daniel, but he held off. Two balls and two strikes. Owings at second, nobody out. 3-3 in the seventh. Sug ready again, and the pitch. Daniel swings at a curve, shoots a offliner toward the middle. It bounces into center a base hit. Owings rounds third. He's coming to the plate. Keliwayas throw, off a hop. It's offline and late. Owings is safe. Daniel thrown out at second, but it's an RBI single. And the Grizzlies take a 4-3 lead in the seventh inning. Four unanswered runs for Gateway to come all the way back. River City scored three in the first, but the Grizzlies pull ahead of the seventh inning. Daniel's first hit of the night is 34th RBI of the year. He's thrown out. It goes 8-2-4, to two, two four, I believe, on the eventual putout. 8-2-4. Daniel thrown out. So nobody on one out for the lefty batter, Dustin Woodcock, who's one for two with a singular a run scored. He takes out side ball one. So the Grizzlies, despite now the game's only three errors and having been out hit, have now pulled ahead 4-3 to three in the seventh inning. Now this sets up the... A-listers at the back end of the Grizzlies' bullpen pretty nicely. The 1-0 pitch. Woodcock takes a strike. In the end, Tapušin just needed to last one more out to set himself up for the win. It's Seaver who's in line now for the victory. It would be his second of the year. Grant Black and Jeff Bramblett should both be good to go. They both pitched back-to-back days on this homestand Thursday and Friday, but neither threw yesterday. Bramblett did throw 26 pitches a couple of days ago. Woodcock swings and drives one right field. That goes Este to the wall. It is gone. Dustin Woodcock adds to the Grizzlies lead. A 5-3 gateway advantage in the seventh inning. Woodcock ties Lowry for the team lead with his 12th blast of the year. What can he do? Two for three, a walk, a single, a solo homer, and a spectacular diving catch back in the second inning. Here's a running batter, Wesley Jones. Grizzlies have said hello to the rookie. Sugg has not recorded an out of his own accord yet. Jones swings at a curve and fouls it back. Walk, single, home run. Daniel was thrown out of the base pass, trying to move up to second on the throw to the plate. The Grizzlies have scored twice in three batters. They lead 5-3 with one out of the nobody out of the 7th Dunning. Five unanswered runs for Gateway. The pitch. Curveball, line to left field, out of base hit. Yeah. Jones aboard for the first time. He snaps an 0 for 11 in the series and is aboard with one out. That's three hits in a row. Four straight have reached base for Gateway. And Sean Dunston Jr. coming up. He's 2 for 3 already. So Woodcock now 12 home runs. The Grizzlies have two tonight. They have 30 in the month of August, most in the league. And it's a very distinct possibility. Now the Grizzlies have to play three of their remaining five August games in Evansville, not exactly a hitter's part. Fastball for a strike to Dunstan. But it's a real possibility, if the Grizzlies keep up this pace, that they could hit more home runs in August than they hit in the three months prior all season, May, June, and July, the entire year before this month. The Grizzlies could surpass that total. One strike pitch. Dunston lifts it foul left out of play 0-2. The Grizzlies this year 6-39 when trailing after the fifth inning. But they've scored to the sixth to tie it, two in the seventh to take a 5-3 lead. And gateway now is Grant Black and Jeff Bramblet away. A pretty reliable 1-2 punch. From a seventh win when trailing after the fifth, a series sweep at a four-game winning streak for the first time this year. No balls, two strikes. Suck the chest-eye set of the pitch. Dustin takes a backdoor curve. Strike three call. That was a good pitch. Suggs first strikeout. That's the seventh for Rascals pitching. Two gone in the seventh inning. And Gutter muter coming up. I would think right now Dustin Woodcock would be the slam dunk position player of the ballgame. New right-hander Medina up in the Rascals' bullpen. Butter has struck out, doubled, and walked. Ramblin is stretching in the Grizzlies' bullpen, which leads me to believe he would be considered available. With an off day tomorrow, the Grizzlies might be willing to stretch him to throw the ninth inning if they still have the lead in a safe situation. Buter takes up an in-ball one. Grant Black has not started to throw yet, though. He's still in his sweatshirt. So I wonder if Jason Seaver's going to come back out for the eighth. certainly looks that way because there are three lefties or uh, two lefties coming up to start the inning. Now the 1-0 pitch. Peter takes low. Ball two. Zach Levy, L.J. Calawaya, two left-handed batters will start the eighth inning for the Rascals. Then Tanner Murphy, our righty batter, will be the first of three right-handers in a row and five out of six right-handed hitters. But you'd think Black would at least be stretching or starting to throw to prep for that. We'll see. The 2-0 pitch. Beater takes inside. Three balls, no strikes. Greg White is on deck. 5-3, Grizzlies now lead in the seventh inning. The pitch. Buter takes up and away, ball four. A four-pitch walk from Sung, and we'll see if that is all for him. It is. Steve Brook is out of the dugout. He's going to make a move. Greg White will face a new Rascals pitcher when we get back. Two down in the seventh, two Grizzlies aboard. A 5-3 gateway lead. Stay with us on the Grizzlies Media Network.
5: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship.
1: You
6: and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh, I'll be waiting here for you when you come
5: home. I'll see you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Ooh.
7: Hey, I'm sorry. You decided I shouldn't drive home last
6: night. I stayed at Dave's. Ooh. I'm back. I'm back. To me. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this
5: message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
9: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at
10: cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
9: This is Jeff Manzo
3: and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Pitching change for the Rascals with Gateway ahead 5-3. to three, Two on and two out at the bottom of the seventh inning. Taylor Sung is finished after two-thirds of an inning. Two runs both earned on three hits. He struck out one, walked two, through 21 pitches, ten were strikes, and he is still responsible for the two runners on base, Wesley Jones at second, and Gunnar Buter at first. So the two runs both earned preliminary line for sucks through those two-thirds of an inning. Jason Medina is into the ball ballgame, 6'2", 210-pound right hitter from the Dominican Republic, 26 years old until October. He's 6-3 with a 3.14 earned run average. It's his 36th appearance of the year, all out of the bullpen. 43 innings, he struck out 33, walked 11, Lee getting 263 against him. Right hander to right hander He sets above the belt and deals to Greg White, who takes a fastball strike over the outside. K Way 5, River City 3. Jones at second, Buter at first. Two runs across in this hitting on three hits and two walks. Owings walked, moved to second on a wild pitch, scored in a Daniel RBI single. He was thrown out trying to move up to second on the play. But into the stretch, the one strike pitch. White swings and wraps it on the left side, and pass, no. Gloved by a diving shortstop, Andrew Petter, who just got it in the hole. Everybody's safe on an infield single for White, but Penner might have just prevented a run with Jones barreling toward third. Petter kept the ball in the infield. So White's had a good game. He's one for two, a walk, a sacked line, RBI. Bases loaded for Clitus Avery. He has struggled offensively, still just has not been in the groove since becoming a Grizzly. But after Daniel woodcock homered, that extended the Grizzlies' lead to 5-3. to three. Since then, a single for Jones, strikeout for Dunston, walk for Buter, and a single for White. Righty to righty again. Medina works to Kledis Avery, who's 0 for 2 with a hit by pitch. And Cleet takes up and away for a ball. So Steve Brooke has made four pitching changes tonight, and the leadoff man has reached against all four of his relievers. Two of them on four-pitch walks, two of them on single. Bases full of Grizzlies, 5-3 game way in the seventh, two down. One ball, no strikes. Medina throws. Avery swings and lines one toward the left side. A dive by the third baseman Martinez. It tips off his glove into left. In comes Jones to score. Buner waved around third. He scores standing up. A two-run single for Cletus Avery, and the Grizzlies have broken it open in the seventh inning. Gateway seven, River City three. The Grizzlies can smell a sweep in Soja. Clintus Avery has been woefully unlucky offensively since he became a Grizzly. He will take that bit of luck. Soft line drive to the left side looked likely to drop in between Martinez at third and Penner at short for at least an infield single. But Penner would have cut it off before it got to the outfield. Instead, Martinez lunged to his left to try to catch it. It tipped off the very webbing of his glove and deflected back to the inside of Penner, who was running to his right toward the foul line. It tipped back toward where Penner had started. Pitch to Zach Taylor is taken down and away for a ball. And it went behind Petter and trickled into short left. That allowed two runs to score. White stops at second. Avery at first. Two on, two out. Seven three Grizzlies. Seven unanswered runs. And the ninth gateway hitter in this seven inning comes to the play to the form of Taylor, who has walked and twice struck out. One ball, no strikes. Right hander to right header again. Manina ready. And he throws. Taylor swings and misses over a changeup down and away. One ball and one strike. So Avery gets two RBIs, 28 and 29 for him of the year. White, in fact, uh, held at second, I, I should say, because uh, he didn't get a chance to move to third. Evidently, just didn't get a good enough read on him. And Sugg's line is finished. Four runs all earned over two-thirds of an inning. That'll hurt the sub-one ERA he had. One-in-one one pitch is a curve that runs inside nearly hits Taylor, 2 and one Leadoff man Connor Owings on deck. He started this setting with a walk and scored a run. Grizzlies have gotten runs in this inning from Owings, Woodcock, Jones, and Buner. RBIs from Woodcock, Daniel, and Avery times two. Seven-three Gateway now in the seventh. Medina's two-and-one delivery. Swinging a ground ball left side through a base hit. White waved around third. Anderson up with it in left. His throw to the plate is a good one off a hop. It is late. White dives in at first and gives the Grizzlies an eight-three lead on a Zach Taylor RBI single. Game just will not stop. A run for White, an RBI for Taylor. Eight out of nine Grizzlies now have either had a run or an RBI in this inning alone. Sean Dunstan Jr. is the only Grizzly who has neither scored nor driven in a run. Eight three Grizzlies in the seventh, five across in this inning. The bats are working for the Grizzlies the last four games. Pitched down and in to Owings, ball one. He's one for three, a homer, a walk. He has scored two and driven in two. He has Avery at second, Taylor at first, two down, seven Dunning. And now I wonder where the Grizzlies are going to go with their bullpen, because there's no need necessarily to go to Black and Bramblin. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Owings takes in side ball two. That white run is charged to Medina, who has not recorded an out since he entered. But Sieber. Hasn't pitched since he threw 14 Friday. I wonder if he could just get the Grizzlies all the way to the end of this game. Certainly he could get them one more inning. Here's Medina's 2-0 pitch. Owings takes inside ball three. Nick Stroud is available in the bullpen. So too is Brandon Matter, the new pitcher. Grizzlies signed him yesterday. He has not yet appeared for Gateway. So especially if the Grizzlies could stretch this out a little bit farther, say, if Owings were to homer here, then I think those two would become very good options. Three balls, no strikes. Bandita ready and throws. Owings takes outside, ball four. Disastrous inning continues for the Rascals. Owings has walked twice in this inning alone. Avery to third, Taylor to second, Owings to first, and Andrew Daniel comes up. He had an RBI single earlier in this inning to give the Grizzlies the lead. He's one of four. Daniel has nine home runs this year, three in the first five games of this homestand, and it feels like he might be ready to jump on the first pitch from Medina if it's in there. The pitch. Daniel takes down and outside. Still missed. And now you th- you'd think he's hitting in a very, very small zone. A veteran hitter like Daniel doesn't need to have a take side on here, but he can hit just in a small zone, looking for something right in his wheelhouse. Bases loaded, two out. 1-0 pitch. Down and outside, 2-0. and Nobody throwing in the Rascals' bullpen at this point. They probably don't want to spend any more arms on this game that looks like it's lost for them. 8-3 gameway in the seventh. Bases loaded, two down. And Steve Brooke has been wearing down the turf between the third base, stuck out of the pitcher's mound already today. He has to feel like there's not a lot else he can do. Two balls, no strikes on Daniel. Medina ready. And a pitch. Daniel takes a strike. Fastball over the inner half. Not often you can make three more errors than the opposing team and win going away, but it looks like the Grizzlies are setting up to do that. They've made the game's only three errors, but lead eight to three. Have out-hit River City now eleven to seven. The two and one pitch is instead a step-off by Medina. Medina ready again. Now is two and one offering. Daniel fouls it back. That was a fastball right down the middle, and he just missed it. Just got underneath it. Two balls, two strikes. Heard Grizzlies general manager Steve Gomerick during the sixth inning when he was on with us talk about what this can mean, especially to a team like the Grizzlies out of contention, to play baseball that feels meaningful, even if they're out of the the, uh, conversation to a two-pitch. Daniel swings at a slider, hammers it down the left field line. Fair ball toward the Rascals' bullpen. One run is in. Avery has already scored, and that brings Taylor in as well, standing up. Owings stops at third. Two run double for Daniel. Two hits, three RBIs in the inning alone. The Grizzlies have scored seven, and Gateway leads it 10-3. The Grizzlies are taking out frustrations of the River City Rascals this weekend. Gateway has piled up 20 runs in 23 innings against River City in the series. And here's Dustin Woodcock. Woodcock has a couple of multi-homer games already this year, but he does not have a multi-homer inning. He had a solo shot earlier in his frame. Now two for three. A walk, couple of runs scored. Right into lefty, Medina ready, and the pitch. Woodcock swings, drives one left, center field, over to his left, Anderson. He makes the running catch, and the inning is finally over. 12 Grizzlies come to the plate. All but one of them get on base. All but one of them either have a run or an RBI. Andrew Daniel drives in three. Owings scores twice. Woodcock homers, and the Grizzlies take a 10-3 lead with a seventh spot in the seventh inning. Back after this. Stay with us on the Grizzlies Media Network.
11: Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope look at it really really look are you looking just look at it won't you all across the country cop holders just like yours are being abused deprived of pepsi forgotten instead of a refreshing pepsi some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum (laughs) clean your car but what if you could help both of you or all of you there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car i hope there's not 10 of you that would be really unsafe get a pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it in fact i'm having a refreshing pepsi right now ah that is refreshing <clears throat> pepsi refresh yourself refill your cup holder <coughs>
8: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
0: Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies media network.
1: The Grizzlies have blown this game wide open seven runs on seven hits in the seventh inning. Uh, That sends us to the eighth with gateway ahead ten to three.
10: Zach Levy will lead
1: off for the visiting Rascals lefty batter against gateway southpaw Jason Seaver works out of the windup and delivers. Levy swings at a fastball and bounces it foul up first. He'll be followed by L.J. Callaway and Chad Murphy, the six, seven, and eight hitters for River City. Seaver is in line for the win, and it looks like it's going to be a comfortable one. Game was tied, going to the bottom of the seventh, now headed to the top of the eighth. It's a seven-run Grizzlies lead. Jeff Bramblett is still stretching in the Grizzlies' bullpen. taking that and away, one ball and one strike on Levy. I would be a little bit surprised to see Bramblett at this point, because he threw 26 pitches a couple of days ago. Grizzlies don't want to put too much on him, and it's a, a seven-run lead. That seems a bit excessive. One and one pitch. Levy swings and fouls it back. One and two. Now there's the old adage to never save a pitcher for tomorrow because tomorrow it may rain. But in this case, even though the Grizzlies have an off to tomorrow, I would think seven runs has to be considered enough to go to Nick Stroud, to go to Brandon Matter, the new pitcher. That's pretty low pressure even in the ninth inning. One at two delivery he is. Shot of the ground towards second. A couple of hops. Buner bobbles in shallow right. Kicks it away from himself toward the foul line and will have no play. It's an E-4 for Gunnar Buhner. The Grizzlies' fourth error of the ballgame. And so we can reiterate a question from the seventh inning even more extremely now. When has a team made four errors more than its opponent and won by seven runs? Because the Grizzlies lead 10-3, having made all four of the game's errors as we play the eight. Levy has reached base now three times. That goes as an 0 for 1. He's now 2 for 3. A couple of singles are caught stealing. He also had an RBI a sack fly back in the first. Swung a foul back by Katawaya. Grizzlies have scored 10 unanswered runs. River City had three in the first. Gateway has scored twice in the third, once in the sixth, and seven times in the seventh. Bramblett now has put his sweatshirt back on, but he was still going through his stretches. Now he's taking a seat again on the bullpen bench. Seaver ready, and the one strike delivery. Callaway swings at a fastball, grounds it left side, awkward for the shortstop. Daniel slides in the hole, flips the second, Levy is safe. That was a good effort by Daniel. Just to try to unload that baseball. It's an infield hit for Callaway, who's one for four. Now there are two rascals on nobody out. Maybe River City try to immediately put a scare into the Grizzlies. With Tanner Murphy coming up. Murphy has grounded out, single, and fly to right. He's one for three. Lefty against righty, Seaver sets at the shoulders, a look to second and the pitch. Murphy takes up and away for a ball. Not the way the Grizzlies would have preferred to start this inning. Two on, nobody out, 10-3, gateway lead in the eighth. One ball, no strikes on Murphy. Here's the pitch. He takes a changeup just off the outer edge, ball two. And James Frisbee, Grizzlies pitching coach, is out of his seat in the dugout now. We'll see if he's coming up the steps right away. Does not appear so, but it might be one or two balls until he's up the dugout steps and out on the field. Two balls, no strikes on Murphy. Here's the pitch. He takes up and away, ball three. Two on, nobody out. 10-3 Grizzlies in the eighth, and now Grant Black is, after all, going to have to get up. He's starting to loosen in the gateway bullpen up the right side. Seavers sets, and the pitch. Murphy takes a high strike. He tossed his bat and was starting to take off the elbow guard. But Robert Davis, our plate umpire, said it was a strike, in fact. Murphy looked so convinced that the Grizzlies' bat boy had popped up out of the first base dugout and was going to get his bat. Phil Warren had to tell him, no, that was a strike. Three and one. Seaver ready. And he throws. Murphy takes a fastball down central, strike two. pay pinch from Seaver on the way. Murphy pops it up foul, right side out of play. Grizzlies middle infield double played up. Seaver another three and two pitch to Murphy. Fastball taken just out and outside, ball four. So the bases are loaded. every single walk. And I would think Grizzlies pitching coach James Frisbee is going to be coming out shortly here. He's out of view right now underneath the roof of the Grizzlies dugout on the first base side, and here he comes. Nick Anderson, the number nine batter for the Rascals, is next. That it's the top of the order, and I would think, especially if Anderson gets on, this will be Seaver's last batter, might be his last man
0: regardless. (laughs) Seaver
1: pitched pretty well in the seventh inning, came in with two on and two out. Braxton Martinez reached against him on a catcher's interference, he can't be blamed for that. And then he struck out cameron Este, looking to strand the bases loaded in what at the time was a tie game 3-3 but now in the much lower pressure or at least lower leverage situation with the grizzlies up 10 3 in the eighth Seavers all of a sudden encountered significant difficulties although the error obviously was not his fault starting the inning a single and a walk since then to load the bases for the rascals nobody out in the top of the eighth meeting is over and anderson steps into the righty box the Southpaw seaver back atop the mound. Rascals try to create some magic and battle their way back into this game to avoid the Grizzlies and Southern Illinois Miners' victory combination, trimming the Rascals' wild card lead down to a game and a half. The pitch. Anderson takes outside ball one. Grizzlies simply cannot have a walk in this situation. Deaver up to 21 pitches already. More strikes than balls, but not by a lot. 1-0 delivery. Anderson takes a fastball strike. Just caught the outer edge, and it's even 1-1. One one. Corner infielders for the Grizzlies are in a couple of steps, but the third baseman Jones still well behind the bag. The first baseman Owings still behind the runner at first base, Murphy. Middle infielders deep and double play depth. 1-1 one and one pitch. Anderson swings in front of a changeup strike, too. So I think the indication is the Grizzlies would rather try to turn two than come to the plate, which is obviously preferable with a seven-run lead. The Grizzlies will happily trade a one run for two outs at this point. One and two pitch. Anderson takes. Strike three call. Fastball painted the inside corner. Second strikeout of receiver both looking. And that's a big first out in this eighth inning. All Grizzlies strikeouts brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Safe digging is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to illinois1call.com. That's Illinois, the number one. Call.com. So here's Andrew Petter, ready batting shortstop, who is nothing out of four. Strikeout, lineout, pop-up, fielders' choice. Seaver ready, and the pitch. Petter takes down the middle for a strike. Levy at third, Kalawai at second, Murphy at first. The Grizzlies lead it 10-3 with one out of the eighth inning. Double play ball the way from getting out of the inning completely unscathed after the Rascals have the bases loaded, nobody out. Seaver pitches. Petter takes a changeup for a high strike. Well received by Taylor. He framed that convincingly, and it snowballs two strikes. The Rascals have left the bases loaded each of the last two innings. They have not scored in either one. Imagine loading up the bases three innings in a row and getting nothing. Seaver's two-strike pitch. Petter swings and misses at a high away. Fastball and strikes out. Back to Matt Kays for Seaver, who has punched down three in the ball game. Brought to you by Julie. The Illinois One Call system. No watch below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit illinoisonecall.com. one callcom So here's Nolan Meadows. He singled and scored to the first. Since then a fly out of ground out of strikeout. He's one out of four. And he is the only rascal separating Seaver from getting out of this inning. Bases loaded, two down now. 10-3 gateway in the eighth. The pitch. Meadows takes a slider strike. Yeah. Seaver all of a sudden has bounced back in a big way. Struck out back-to-back hitters. And he's ahead, nothing and one on oh, the powerful Meadows. Seaver shakes off a sign from Taylor. Shakes off another. Now the stretch. And the pitch. Meadows swings at a curve and grounds it foul up first. No balls and two strikes. Infield plays Meadows to pull. Outfield follows, slu- follows Suta as well, although slightly less extremely than the infield. Bases full, two down, 10-3 Grizzlies, eighth inning. No balls, two strikes on Meadows. Seaver deals. Meadows takes, strike three, call. Fastball got him, outside corner. And Seaver comes back after the Rascals had loaded the bases with nobody out to strike out three in a row and get out of the inning unscathed. River City has juiced the bases in three straight frames and not scored once. Eleven left on base in eight innings for the Rascals. We enter the home half of the eighth, ten to three. Gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red.
3: When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet. A Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger.
2: Cheers. This Bud's for you.
12: Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser busch St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that—you must have five thousand dollars in the account to qualify. Business qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA. Insured.
5: This is Jason Seaver, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies
3: Media Network.
1: Tell you what, if you're a Grizzlies fan tonight, the top of the first inning was miserable when River City scored three runs. Ever since then, everything has been going just dandy. The Grizzlies have scored ten unanswered. River City has loaded the bases the last three innings. And in all of those innings, the Grizzlies have made an error. And in none of them have the Rascals been able to punch home a single run. Bottom of the eighth now, gateway leads ten to three. Grant Black is still readying in the Grizzlies bullpen. Looks like he will have the ninth. Jason Medina works into a first full inning for the Rascals in relief. Pitch to Wesley Jones is a fastball swung and a missed strike one. Jones, the Grizzlies' cleanup man, has flied out, struck out, lined out, and single. He is one of four with a run scored. He'll be followed by Sean Dunstan Jr. and Gunnar Buhner, the four, five, and six hitters of the Grizzlies' order. One strike delivery now on the way. Jones takes a fastball down and outside to even the cat a ball that a strike. Black has slowed his warm-up to a pitch here and there just to try to stay loose. He got hot quickly. One and one pitch. Jones tops it softly foul. Third base side, one and two. That was with the intention of potentially coming in the top of the eighth inning when River City loaded the bases with nobody out. But Seaver then struck out three rascals in a row, Anderson, Penner, and Meadows. One ball, two strikes. Medina the wind-up, and he lets it fly. Jones fists one foul. First base side into the screen over the Grizzlies dugout where there was then a barrage of hands going up for it. And yesterday's starting pitcher Rain Leckman, who won the second game of this series with five shutout innings, snared it in the palm of his left hand. Nobody on, nobody out, eighth inning. Wanted to pitch again. Jones takes down it away. Ball two. So the Grizzlies have had to wait 90 games at a 96 this year for a sweep and for a four game winning streak, they might be about to get both tonight to a two-pitch. is top softly up third and just barely foul this time. And unless the Grizzlies blow this lead, the West Division will be Evansville first place, Florence a half game behind, River City back a game and a half, and Southern Illinois trailing by three. One and a half back of the Rascals for that second wildcard spot going into the final week of 2019. Two and two pitch. swinging and a foul by Jones. That caught the lower left leg of Robert Davis, the shin guard protector. And there's still plenty of interesting matchups left. Evansville and Southern Illinois played the last weekend of the season. The first and fourth place teams, two a two pitch. Jones swings and pops it up. Foul ground first base side, again out of play. The Rascals will have Washington for two and then Schaumburg for three on the road to finish the year. So interdivision play. In any event, should be very interesting down the stretch in the West. Lake Erie is going to win the East and go as the number two seed. The winner of the West will be the number one seed. And then only two more West teams can go with a four in contention. And the Grizzlies will try to play spoilers for whomever takes them on. Swing by Jones at a fisted Spirador at first base. Levy scoops it up and flips to the pitcher. Medina covering at first base for the out. Jones is one of five, one away in the eighth. Grizzlies up 10 to three. And Sean Dunstan Jr. coming up. You know that foul ball off of Davis's shin guard. Robert Davis, our home plate umpire tonight. Reminded me of uh, reading about Jocko Conlin earlier today. Conlin was a, a National League umpire in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Here's a lefty batter, Dunstan. Chokes up on the bat, flexes it over his left shoulder. Medina winds and lets fly. Dunstan takes a fastball highball one. And uh, Conlon was inducted by the Veterans Committee into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. In 1974, he was famous for being sort of a confrontational umpire. The pinch. Dunston wraps it on the ground, through the right side of a set. That's three hits, all singles for Sean. He's three out of five on a board with one out of the eighth. He was caught stealing back in the second inning. We'll see if he tries to run again. Probably not. With the game, we have 10 to 3 in the eighth. Some teams would take that as a bit of a slap in the face. Here comes Gunnar Buhner. He's one for two, a double and a pair of walks. He scored a run. Anyway, Conlin was famous for uh, for getting into a lot of spats and not being afraid to give as good as he got with any umpires who might take him on. And, of course, 40s, 50s, and 60s, there were uh, plenty of managers, I should say, would be more than willing to go toe-to-toe. Righty to righty. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Buter swings at a fastball and fouls it back. Conlin was uh, particularly known to get into it with Leo DeRocher. Colorful manager of his time. Ranks fifth all-time among Major League managers with over 2,000 career victories. Spent time as skipper with Brooklyn, the New York baseball Giants, Chicago Cubs, and Houston. One strike pinch taking just high, one and one. Anyway, Conlin and DeRocher got into it in April of 1961. That was when DeRocher was managing with the Cubs. Dunstead at first one out, and a one-and-one one pitch. Peter takes inside ball two. And DeRocher liked to tell the story that he was arguing with Conlin after he'd already been ejected from the game, and in order to try to get his uh, point across, or just to express his frustration, he attempted to kick dirt on Conlon's shoes, which of course is a somewhat common practice. Certainly at that time was common as a... A way to disrespect an umpire. Medina deals. Buter takes a fastball strike over the outer end. Well, he slipped and accidentally kicked Conlon in the shins. Instead of kicking the dirt, he just missed the dirt and, and whacked Conlon right at the shins, which, of course, is a very serious offense, making any contact with an umpire, let alone, or, uh, let alone something as forceful as a kick. Two and two pitch. Peter takes a fastball of the belt, strike three call. That's the second strike half for Medina. Two got of the eighth. Dunstead still at first. Grizzlies up ten to three. And Greg White will be the batter. So normally that would result in uh, the manager being uh, really taken off the field by his compatriots and uh, then being written up probably and suspended a significant length of time for contact like that with an umpire. But Conlon, being the colorful character that he was, responded in kind. He kicked him right back. Now there's photographic evidence of it. Photographer who was alert was on it at the time. Righty to righty. Here's the pitch. White swings, drives one right field. Back goes Este to the wall. It is gone. Greg White's first Grizzlies homer makes it 12-3, gateway in the eighth inning. And the Grizzlies just keep pouring it on. A dozen unanswered. And gateway leads by nine. two out of three, a walk, a sag fly. He's driven in three now Out a two-run homer. Makes it 12-3 gateway in the eighth inning. Another Grizzlies home run brought to you by Trost Plastics, the sponsor of every Grizzlies home run, family-owned vinyl fencing specialist, serving the St. Louis metro area since 1988. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics fence and deck specialists. Righty batter, Cletus Avery now. Pitch to him It's a fastball taken high, ball one. So that's three Grizzlies home runs in this game. 31 Grizzlies round trippers in 24 games in August. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Avery takes a strike of the outside. So the Grizzlies, not counting what might be left tonight, over their remaining five August games need only seven home runs, She's right about their August pace, to match their total from May, June, and July put together. Swing and a check swing looper. A loop towards second off, one hop. Akenbaugh scoops it and flips to Avery, or uh, to Levy at first to retire Avery. And with him to sign. So another two runs and another two hits, including a two-run homer from Greg White. We head to the ninth. Grant Black coming in. 12-3 game way on the Grizzlies Media Network.
8: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide, because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible Possible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank. The power of possible. Equal Housing Lender. Member FDIC.
4: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the Pro batter PX2. The Pro batter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or GrizzliesBaseballAcademy.com.
9: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before discover
10: more at cornfarmerscoalition.org a message from the illinois corn checkoff
0: you're listening to gateway grizzlies baseball on the grizzlies media network
1: gateway 12 at river city 3 is Ninth inning. Graham Black has escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key escape rooms in Collinsville. For more information, visit TwistedKeyEscape.com. Black takes over for Jason Seaver. An inning and inning in a third. No runs. One hit. 4Ks. One walk. 31 pitches. 21 strikes. For the Southpaw who loaded the bases with nobody out in the 8th inning. But uh, did not allow anybody to score. He proceeded to strike out three matters in a row. And he gives way to Black. Seaver is now, by the way, in line for the win. Black, 6'5", 225-pound right-hander from Newport, Arkansas. He's 25 years old.
0: 1-5
14: of
1: the 2.55 earned run average. It's his 49th appearance of the year, all in relief. Over 49 in a third innings, he struck out 61 and walked 15. The league is hitting 192 against him. He'll face a pinch hitter to start things for the Rascals. It's the right-hand hitting Alvin Swoop, who started at second base for the Friday opener of this series. He did not appear yesterday. And he pitch hits for Nick, uh, for Trevor Achenbaugh. Dadded away for ball one to him. Takes over in the number three spot of the order. Achenbaugh finished. He went one for three with a homer and a walk. Couple of RBIs. 1-0 pitch. Swoop swings at a fastball and misses one and one. Good luck for him to catch up to Black. Swoop hitting 111. He's two out of 18 early on in his Rascals tenure. This is game number 12. He does not have a home run. He's driven in one. High set of the pitch. Taken for strike over the outside, one and two. Black now will need only one more appearance to get to 50. He'll become the first Grizzlies reliever ever to do that. He set the record earlier this year, now a couple of weeks ago when he got to 44 appearances for the year. One and two pitch. Swoop takes outside. Two balls, two strikes. This is the 84th appearance of Grant's Grizzlies career. Swoop will be followed by Braxton Martinez and Cameron Este, barring any more pitch hitters. Two and two pitch. Taken just off the outside. Tipped off Taylor's glove the way to the backstop. Three balls, two strikes to count. Nobody on, nobody out. Top of the ninth. Gateway leads 12 to three, having out hit River City 14 to eight. Rascals took a 3 0 lead in the top of the first inning of this game. Grizzlies scored two in the third, one in the sixth, seven in the seventh, and two in the eighth. Swing and a miss. On a high fastball, strike three. to Martinez now. He is 0 for 2. Hit by a pitch and walked. He's also flat out and reached on catcher's interference. But still hitless in the series 0 for 9, with uh, or make it 0 for 10, actually couple of walks hit by pitch. First one to him is inside ball one. 12-3 Grizzlies in the ninth. Gateway has scored ten runs the last three innings. 1-0 pitch. Martinez takes inside 2-0. And 12 on answer. This will be only the seventh Grizzlies win when trailing after the fifth inning all year. They were 6-39 under that circumstance prior to tonight. Nobody on, one out, top of the nine. Black behind, two balls, no strikes on Martinez. Here's the pitch. It's a fastball taken for a strike over the outside of the knees. Grant has routinely bumped the mid-90s this year. He was doing that Friday in the series opener, a 3-0 Grizzlies win. They won 5-2 yesterday. This will be the first time all year River City has been swept. Two and one pitch. Martinez takes high, three balls and a strike. 91st game for the Rascals, they had not been swept. 90th game for the Grizzlies, they had not swept anyone. Fourth try for the Grizzlies, but this will finally be a four game winning streak and a sweep. Three and one pitch. Martinez takes a strike over the outside of the knees. It's full three and two. Black can finally finish the job. The payoff. Martinez pops it up off his hands. Foul writes out out of play. Black was on the mound the first time the Grizzlies had a four-game winning streak and sweep opportunity. It was all the way back the first weekend of June. At Windy City, the Grizzlies had a 2-0 lead. Going to the bottom of the ninth and allowed three runs, partially because of a Connor Owings error. Dash Whittingham, then of the Thunderbolts, later traded to Joliet. Doubled down the line to win the ball game for the Bolts, 12-3 Grizzlies here in the ninth. A walk-off is of less immediate concern. Martinez swings at a fastball and lifts one into right center. Should be routine for Dunstan, who calls very loudly to get Woodcock out of the way and makes the catch. That looked like it was Dustin's ball. And Sean screeched at the top of his lungs that he was coming over to get it. And Dustin said, you know what? You sound like you really want this one. I'm going to go ahead and get out of the way. Two down. So here's Este who has doubled, flying out, got it out and struck out. He's one of four. Lefty batter representing the potential final out. Grizzlies for their first sweep and it would be the last series all time against River City. Righty to lefty, here's the stretch and the pitch. Este takes a fastball strike on the inside of the belt. Now if coming into the season I had said the Grizzlies are only gonna sweep one uh, series all year, you probably wouldn't have been thrilled. But if I had said you had to then pick one, I think this would be a good choice. One strike pitch. Estee grounds it up first and foul. The Grizzlies are a strike away. That's not to put too much of an emphasis on a very, very thin silver lining on a disappointing season. But maybe for now we can focus on this. 12-3, gateway ninth inning. Nobody on, two men out. No balls, two strikes on Estee. Grizzlies need one more strike from Black for their first four-game winning streak and first sweep of the year. Here's the pitch. As they take, strike three calls, slider over the inside. That's a gateway winner. It took the Grizzlies 90 games, but they have a sweep. They finish it at home and take all three from their crosstown rival, River City Rascals, in the final series to be played ever between these two clubs. Four wins in a row for the Grizzlies to close out the homestead. And Grant Black finishes a 12-3 gateway win. Final totals coming up next, GCS Credit Union postgame show. To follow the break, stay with us on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budweiser, a burger,
3: and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers.
2: This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-SERVPRO and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-SERVPRO or visiting ServPro.com, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened franchises are independently owned and operated
9: innovation is growing in the cornfields of america over the past 12 years america's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history and they've done it with less fertilizer fewer chemicals and less land using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food feed fuel and fiber in other words america's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
10: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers
12: Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured. You are
0: listening to the Grizzlies postgame show on the Gateway Grizzlies media network.
1: And so, January tonight the Grizzlies win 12-3 and complete their first sweep of 2019 with three straight victories over the River City Rascals. And on top of that, the Grizzlies have their first four-game winning streak of the year going back to the 5-3 walk off win over Schaumburg Thursday. Nate Catter back with you to wrap it up. The GCS Credit Union postgame show starts now on the Grizzlies Media Network. Get ballpark discounts with the Grizzlies MVP debit card from GCS Credit Union. You can also get awesome deals on Grizzlies merchandise and tickets. For more details, visit mygcs that mygcscu.com mygcscu.com for more information the rascals have dropped three in a row they came in on a four game winning streak to this series they've dropped three straight to fall to 52 and 39 the grizzlies have won four in a row they improved to 37 and 53 final totals for the visiting rascals three runs on eight hits no errors and 11 men left on base for the host grizzlies 12 runs on 14 hits four errors and eight left stranded Jason Seaver gets the win to improve to 2-1 in relief. Taylor Sung takes the loss in relief for River City to fall to 2-2. Two two. There was no save. The game took three hours and three minutes. It was played in front of 1,185 fans in Sojay this evening. The Rascals scored three runs in the top of the first. Dominic Tapujan, to his credit, settled in from there and delivered a quality start. Six and two-thirds innings, three runs on seven hits, three Ks, two walks, 100 pitches, 64 were strikes. The Grizzlies responded with two in the third, one in the sixth, seven in the seventh, and two in the eighth. 12 unanswered runs, 10 over their final three innings of offense, six, seven, and eighth. And on top of that, as noted a couple of times during the course of the game, the Grizzlies trailed three to two after the fifth inning tonight. This year, when trailing after five, Gateway was six and 39 before tonight. Six wins and 39 losses. That is a winning percentage of 13, 133, meaning the Grizzlies had about a 13% chance of winning when trailing after the fifth, or at least that's the resume they had built so far this year but the grizzlies come back for just their seventh win all season when trailing after the fifth and they do it emphatically with a 12 to 3 victory over river city tonight time now for our grizzlies media network players of the game and let's go with the splitting on the position player side greg white gets an nod for his offense two for three a couple of runs three batted in including his first grizzlies homer a two-run shot of the eighth but i also want to give a shout out to dustin woodcock because as a position player, part of that is playing your position. and He did it admirably, had one of the catches of the season going in a foul ground in the second inning to make a diving grab at the Grizzlies bullpen. And he didn't do too badly offensively either. Two for three with a home run, his 12th of the year to tie him for the team lead, despite having played only 53 games, just over half of the Grizzlies season to this point. He added a walk as well. I should say two of four with a home run. A couple of runs scored, at a walk. And on top of that, his home run, not to take anything away from Greg White, but his home run was of great consequence it gave the Grizzlies at the time a 5-3 lead, felt like much needed insurance. Turned out it was just the second run to come in of seven to score the seventh inning. Andrew Daniel also had a couple of hits, two of five. He had a double and drove in three. Connor Owings was one for three with a two-run homer, a couple of walks, pair of runs scored as well. Zach Taylor, one for three, RBI single, the walk, scored two runs. Cletus Avery had a two-run single, a run scored. He was also hit by a pitch. gutter Buter walked twice, scored a run, and doubled. Sean Dunstan Jr. had three hits. The only Grizzly who could say that. He also scored a run. Jason Seaver, an inning in a third. A little bit choppy at times, but no runs against him. And he gets the win. Struck out four as well, including a three in a row after the Rascals loaded the bases against him with nobody out in the eighth inning. And Grant Black finished it with a perfect ninth, a couple of strikeouts. He threw 16 pitches, 10 were strikes. The Rascals loaded the bases in the sixth, seventh, and eighth innings in a row. The Grizzlies made one error in each of those three innings, and yet River City did not score a single run after the first when three runs came in to put the Grizzlies in an early hole, but they were evidently unfazed and scored a dozen unanswered to win the ballgame. Gateway will be off tomorrow before starting its final road trip. Just a quick three-game series in Evansville, Indiana, against the Otters at Historic Bossy Field. That gets underway Tuesday with right-hander Chris Carton on the mound for Gateway. 6.20, 6.20, our Budweiser pregame show, 6.35, first pitch. 6.20, 6.35, airtime at first pitch. Central time, Tuesday evening in Evansville. If you've been enjoying this weekend on 590 to the Fan, don't worry. We'll be back with you on 590 next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, August 30th and 31st, then September 1st with a Scott Rowland bobblehead Friday, an Abe Lincoln bobblehead Saturday, and greatest night of baseball Sunday. Tickets available at gatewaygrizzlies.com or by calling 618-337-3000. If you can't make it to the ballpark, you can tune in here on Five Out to the Fan. If you want to follow along during the Grizzlies three-game road series in Evansville, head to gatewaygrizzlies.com, yoradio.com slash grizzlies, or download the Yo Radio app. That's Y-O radio app on your mobile device, available through the App Store or Google Play for your favorite device. Once again, the final totals tonight for River City, three runs, eight hits, no errors, 11 left. For Gateway: 12 runs, 14 hits, four errors, eight stranded. See for the win, he's 2 and 1. Sug the loss, he's 2 and 2, no save. Three hours, three minutes, the official time of game, 1185, 1185 The paid crowd tonight in Sojay. For all of us for the Grizzlies, Nate Gatter saying so long tonight from Sojay. Our final score once again is Gateway 12 at River City 3. The Grizzlies complete their first sweep and four-game winning streak of 2019. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast half as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Can't wait to talk to you again Tuesday night. This has been a presentation of Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
0: Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. You can catch any of the highlights from this game on GatewayGrizzlies.com, plus exclusive video content throughout the season. Thanks for listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball.